is Free Talk Live. It's a live Saturday edition of the program. You, of course, can take control of the airwaves, should you like. You can bring up anything that's on your mind. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And, of course, you can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Unlike other talk radio programs, freetalklive.com does not charge you for the site. So go ahead. Drop by, enjoy. You can actually create the content there as well. So if you find something online that you think is interesting, you want to share with other listeners of this program, you submit it as show prep. It is then voted upon and the most voted up. Make it to the front page and the top of the site. So do head on over to freetalklive.com and get interactive there. Tonight here with you, it is Ian. And Mark. Uh, So uh, there's some news here out of North Carolina, and I meant to bring this up last night. We just didn't get around to it. And it's pretty disturbing. Uh, USA Today has been investigating this, Mark, and I know that you have uh, the story. It's surrounding innocent men uh, being kept in in jail, being kept in prison. Right. And, you know, overall, I'd say that, uh, you know, it surrounds, uh, you know, the the situation has to do with people being innocent entirely. Because the the Constitution says that the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed or something like that. uh, Shall not be abridged. I'm not sure exactly if you've uh, got it uh, sitting there, Ian. Where is the... The Constitution? I don't know. Where's our little Bill of Rights here? Anyway, it says that you have the right to keep and bear arms and that there's nothing that they can do in order to abridge that right to keep and bear arms. Mm -hmm. But there are 20,000 gun laws in this country, including the right of felons to keep and bear arms when they get out of prison. Now, there are people screeching off the roads all over America when I say this. But if a person is too dangerous to allow back into society, um, or you know, too, too dangerous to allow to have a weapon, then they're too dangerous to allow to ha- be back in society. I'm a convicted felon. I have been for 20-something years. Mm. If I want to get a gun tonight... I can have an AK-47. No problem. I can get it. And so what? I don't get it because I don't want to go shoot people. Yeah. Um, now, I would ask you this. Though. What about the zombie hordes? I mean, you would have a tough time. Uh, I, so far, I'm, I'm just not convinced when it comes to the zombie hordes. Um, but you would have a tough time if it were to come uh, to that, agreed. right? Without an AK-47, then... So far, I'm only working on past uh, situations, right. and so far, I've never had to deal with th- zombie hordes. But, you know, I do know that people have uh, criminals break into their homes sometimes, and I think yep. that it would be nice to be able to have a weapon in the house um, for my wife if she wants to defend herself. Right. Um, and she can't do it either, because effectively— um, Because I, she lives with you. Yeah, basically, she right. can't possess a weapon. She could put a trigger lock on it. And be in the only one in possession of the key, but then you know you have to ask the uh, home invader to hold on while you go and unlock the the, yeah. the gun and get the trigger lock off and that kind of thing. So usually they're you know they're they're not cooperative in that area, and so it makes having a gun completely useless. Um, and uh, I mean, you really got to ask yourself if this this law on, that, that disallows felons from having guns only prevents felons. That are going to follow the rules from having guns. Yeah. All the felons that don't want to follow the rules already have all the guns they want because they don't care about your stinking rule. And it's the ones that, you know, want to fly straight, want to protect their families. I mean, for all the reasons that the average American needs to be able to have a gun, the average convicted felon. And consider that these numbers are growing all the time. This is the incarceration nation. You know, people might consider this defending the undefendable, Mark. I mean, these are criminals. What are you talking about? I am this person. 
I am a convicted felon. I have been free for more than a decade from prison. Have you killed anyone since then? And nobody has died in my presence. How many fights have you gotten into? N- physical fights? Yeah. Nothing. Okay. Why would I? I mean, you know. Because you're, you're not the same person you were 20 years ago? Not worth fighting. <laughs> but but you would have maybe done that 20 years ago, right? You might have had I've a fight been in lots years. of fights yeah. um, in, you know, when I was younger. But, but that's not you today. It's not worth doing. And so. I think part of the problem here is people believe that uh, convicted felons, oh my God, that must be a bad person. But being a felon, you can become a felon for all manner of things that don't have anything to do with victimizing another human being. And it's a, and it, it, you're, you're pointing out uh, rightly that there's a, there, there's these grades of, of felons. Um, you know, there's the the most violent of. But to felons. most people, it's just felon. It's just. One, but broad frankly, there stroke. are states where you cannot possess a firearm as certain types of uh, misdemeanors too, and that's what's gone on in, um, in North Carolina. That there's certain types of felons that are not, dis- and this is specifically a North Carolina case. This mm-hmm. has nothing to do with anybody else who has a, a felony conviction in any other state. It only has to do with North Carolina inmates. But in this particular case, the North Carolina law, the way it's written, mirrors the federal law, and the federal laws do not disallow certain felons from possessing firearms. So um, North Carolina has incarcerated people for felon in possession of a firearm. and uh, Under North Carolina dozens, statute? Uh, dozens of people, yes. Uh-huh. Under a North Carolina a statute written that's in conjunction with the federal law. Yeah. Dozens of men are incarcerated on this, and um, well, actually hundreds of men are incarcerated. Dozens of them are incarcerated wrongly. And the justice, the federal justice department, knows it. How do they know? They, they've had uh, petitions uh, you know, brought before them, and they've just had to look at the... That's all you have to do is look it up on the computer who has these charges, and they find out, oh, there are 60 men who went to prison for violating uh, federal gun possession laws, and... They don't. Many of them don't even know they're innocent, but the federal justice department knows they're innocent and will not petition for their release. Will not even. They'll say they're innocent, but when asked, they recommend that they keep them incarcerated. These are innocent people incarcerated in the United States. So, but how were they wrongfully uh, incarcerated in the first place? Because they were convicted with the assumption that all felons are, uh, you know, should, should not be able to possess firearms. But that's not true under federal laws, mm-hmm. which are mere, which are referenced in these North Carolina so laws. North Carolina's law is incorrect in its interpretation regarding federal the interpretation law? of the lawyers in North Carolina. I mean, the law is is just some words written down on paper right but Uh, what matters is what the man in the robe says about it well it doesn't even the man in the robe just sits there Mm -hmm. um the the charges are brought and then nobody realizes that the charges are erroneous so Uh, these guys what when you're saying that these gentlemen who don't even know that they're innocent what you mean by that is they believe the north carolina statutes are correct and they're not no no, it's the north there's nothing wrong with the north carolina statutes Mm -hmm. it's the interpretation of the north carolina statutes I see what you're saying, but your ter- your interpretation and my interpretation don't matter, right? Like it's uh, these government bureaucrats' interpretation that matters, and they're just saying we're just going to keep these people in jail. Well, the, the 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 Justice Department, the federal laws, which mm-hmm. are what are referenced in the North Carolina laws, are clear, and the Justice Department has made it clear to North Carolina and anybody who will ask that yes, these men are innocent. However, they should not be released. Wow, it's crazy. Because they don't care. Um, the, what they say here is is that uh, this is from Ann Tompkins, U.S. attorney in the um, in in Charlotte. She says we can't be outcome driven. I want that to sink in here. We can't be outcome driven. 
we've got to make sure we follow the law and people um, should want us to do that. Now, the law, she says, is that these people were rightfully convicted because the due process was followed even though the law was misapplied and they're innocent. I mean, it makes no sense at all. And I've been harping for years on this program about the rule of lawyers. Mm -hmm. There is this class of people that create nothing. But they rule over all of us. Think about it for a second. How many politicians are not attorneys? Very few. Very few. And attorneys don't create anything of value. Now, defense attorneys create something of value because they defend people against the predations of uh, inefficient and uh, ravenous government that wants money and uh, you know and wants your body so that it can charge other people money for Someone the Someone could argue that a prosecuting attorney creates value by putting dangerous people in uh, jail. Really? What's the evidence of that? I mean, when you when you Car- if, Charles Manson, he's in jail. Right. Well, okay. So if you if there's a type of fruit out there that kills eighty percent of the people that eat it, but the other twenty percent are satiated, is that is that a good fruit or a bad fruit? That doesn't sound That's good, a bad no. fruit. Now, uh, more than 80% of people who are in prison haven't harmed anyone. They're in there because of the war on drugs. They're in there because of parole violation. You know, things things that have nothing to do with actually harming anyone. So, you know, show me the prosecuting attorney that's, uh, you know, that's actually putting so, bad people so away. So what's the question here? I mean, should as these guys... As a larger guys, the percentage than half. These guys who are in jail, innocent men, are in jail on this federal gun situation. Should they be sitting there? How do people feel about that? Who thinks innocent people should be in jail? 855-450-FREE. Apparently the federal government does. one state government. Right. 1-855-450-3733. I mean, people in cells means money for the state. There's a legendary piece of equipment in the radio world. It's the CC Radio 2. It has the best AM reception, bar none, thanks to their twin-coil ferrite AM antenna. It also has stellar FM reception, plus ham and weather. I recently got one. It's the nicest radio I've ever owned. If you're not familiar with the C-Crane Company, their products are lauded for their quality by experts the world over. I highly endorse the C-Crane Company. Get the CC Radio 2 at ccrane.com. C-C-R-A-N-E.com. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in via the toll-free number at 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features waiting for you there. Once again, freetalklive.com. Bulletin board system is one of those features. You can go and interact with other Free Talk Live listeners at bbs.freetalklive.com. You know, I don't know if you've got reception problems at your house when it comes to uh, Wi-Fi. I mean, I have, you know, if you put a, for me, the Wi-Fi router is in one room and, you know, it doesn't really reach the whole area that I want it to reach. If you've got a big house, this can be a problem. Or if you've got, say, two units in the same lot or something like that, it can be a real issue. Um, There is a product, however, that will solve the problem. And it doesn't cost you some kind of monthly thing. You don't have to have two internet connections. You can get the Super USB Wi-Fi Antenna 3 from ccrane.com. If anybody knows about, if you know about the Ccrane company, you'll know that they make the uh, the very best products. They make uh, radio products. They've been, they're legendary in the radio industry. Uh, the CC Radio 2 is known by, you know, anybody who's a, a radio fan. And the same kind of craftsmanship goes into the USB, the Super USB Wi-Fi Antenna 3. So you can go get one at ccrane.com. Um, you can get reception 
up to a mile away with this. Um, at my house, I can actually see the routers of some of my neighbors, which if you knew where I lived, you would be like, stunned because it's, you know, there's trees and mountains and all kinds of things in between. Um, it's I highly recommend this product. It is amazing. It'll change your life if you've got any kind of reception issues with Wi-Fi, even if you've just got a big house. Ccrane.com. All right. Toll-free number again here, 855-450-FREE. As we continue... Oh. I forgot to mention, actually, if you mention Free Talk Live when you check out after buying the, the uh, Super USB Wi-Fi Antenna 3, you can get a free flashlight at ccrane.com. Yeah, that's always a good idea. My it mistake. helps us out, too, when you mention Free Talk Live. So. Yeah, who doesn't Great. need a free flashlight? Uh, so, 855-450-FREE. Again, the toll-free number here. Uh, what we've been discussing is this North Carolina situation, which, Mark, you uh, had described to us, is essentially, and let me make sure I'm, I'm following you on this, so in North Carolina, there are certain laws that would call someone convicted of them a felon, like right. possessing a firearm, for instance. And, and this only has to do with North Carolina because most states have their laws written differently. They say that it's against the law for a felon to possess a firearm you know, in their state, and they define what a felon is. Yeah. And but North Carolina's laws mirror, you know, reference the U.S. federal code or whatever um, regarding this, and the federal code – is specific as to what people who have committed what crimes are felons, and there are men incarcerated in North Carolina in who, federal prison. In, in, in I thought it was uh, North Carolina state prison. Uh, it says here that they are. I believe it said here they're federal, but I can it, I can look for that here. Okay, I don't believe that they're. Uh, I, I don't believe that they are. That they're certainly U.S. attorneys that are involved, but it's because it's the federal law that's referenced through the state law. So um, in, in these circumstances, there's about 60 men um, who are incarcerated in North Carolina, and they reach the level of felon in North Carolina, but they don't reach the level of felon in the, for the federal code. And North Carolina has them incarcerated with, under the belief that they are, were felons in possession of firearms. And there are all kinds of – there are thousands – by the federal code, they were not fe- felons in possession of firearms. That's correct. And there are thousands and thousands of people who are in prison in the United States right now who have done nothing more than possess a weapon, the same as anybody. I mean, here in the state of New Hampshire, the laws are so stupid, and I'm just going to call them that, just dumb, yeah. um, that I can't, as a felon, possess a steak knife. Because it just says there's no deadly weapons, and deadly weapons are defined as knives and other things. Knives are specifically mentioned. So a plastic picnic knife uh, is a felony. Um, Also, Butcher's knife. Any any kind of knife. Any kind of knife. So So basically, uh, is your wife violating some sort of statute by cooking you dinner? No, there's no um, there's no accessory charge involved. So, um, you know, and she certainly has handed me knives in the past. But I am I am committing a class B felony every single day that I cut meat. Wow. It's insane. It's absolutely insane, and there are these kind of insane laws all over. And this this leads to arbitrariness. This means that a well, cop— it's all arbitrary from the beginning. But here's what I was going to point out to you, Mark. This is from the USA Today investigative uh, piece. That right. We're this isn't about. some kind of uh, you know right wing blog or something. Well, what I wanted to say was that uh, USA Today has identified using state and federal court records 23 other men who had been sent to federal prison. 
for having a firearm despite criminal records too minor to make that a federal crime. So unless USA Today is mistaken in their reporting here, we're talking about some men that have been sent to federal prison even though they don't meet the qualifications. That that may be true, but there are 60 men who are incarcerated in, um, in North Carolina yeah. state prison too. So maybe so, this isn't just a North Carolina problem. That this, the, the 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 story says it's simply North Carolina, but it has to, you know, has to do with people in North Carolina. You know, maybe it's at the time. I don't know. Or maybe that uh, this hasn't been investigated thoroughly in all the other states, so maybe people don't know. But what bothers me the most is the quotes from the uh, the the paid the lawyers. Now well, I'm from the south. And Let's we call get them to liars those quotes there. here in a moment. Uh, Doug is on the line listening to WNIS out in Norfolk, Virginia. Hey, Doug. Hey guys, how are you? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Well, a couple things. I've, I'm I too am a convicted felon. Nothing violent. Mm-hmm. All drug related from the mid '90s. Uh, today, you know, productive, productive member of society, uh, gainfully employed, all that type of thing. Wait a second. Now, before before, to, before uh, you go on, I want to ask you a couple have. of questions. Um, now, when you pick up a steak knife to uh, cut your meat, do you ever think about slitting the throat of anybody who's at the table with you? No, it hasn't crossed my mind. Yeah, you know, I, <laughs> I, I wonder what people who write these laws think about felons. I, I, about I don't people. know. Um, and it's very, like you said, uh, 10 or 15 minutes ago, I just was on the way home from work, and I heard you mention that, uh, I guess, if you would like to own one to protect your family and that type of thing, and uh, I guess that's not possible um, under the current law. Is that correct? Uh, under the current laws, it is against, it's against the law for any kind of felon, as I understand it, to own a, uh, a handgun produced after 1898. Wow. Is, is there any way around that? I mean, it's, since it's been Secession. twenty years almost, you can uh, you, you could uh, go to the you could write uh, you could get clemency from your governor. How'd that go for you, Mark? I, I went there in front of Charlie Crist, the then governor of Florida, and it just it just asked him for the ability to be able to cut a knife without committing or cut, cut a cut a steak with a knife without being without committing a felony, and they denied me. I mean, he, he actually he saw you. you oh, saw he, he looked me right in the eye when yeah. he said denied. Mm. I mean, this well, is. I don't think the knife thing applies in Virginia. That's it's, why. It's do, true. Do you know if it does? I, I would say that it's uh, that New Hampshire, I believe, has is the most restrictive state in the union. But I, <laughs> the, the point I'm die. trying to, trying to make is is that each state it can be each state's different. It's all Byzantine, and that these yeah. uh, these people. These lawyers that uh, you know they, they claim to rule over us are you know right. participating in this sort of uh, rent-seeking behavior, this corrupt behavior where they produce nothing but they make they you know they they send themselves business by making laws so complicated and Byzantine that nobody can follow them. So therefore, they need the, the attorney. I understand. Well, half of them are uh, <laughs> you know they have been convicted of embezzlement or something at some point in their lives. Um, you know the attorneys. Maybe so. I know there are, are attorneys out there who are, have been convicted of crimes and are still able to practice law. How does that well, work? Well, of course, because it's a criminal network. I mean, I'm not saying all attorneys are, are, are crooks, but plenty of them are. Thanks, Doug, for the call. I appreciate it. 855-450-FREE. And as you were pointing out, Mark, the whole system is uh, crooked from top to bottom. So the attorneys that are involved in those roles are more likely to be corrupt and awful uh, in the governmental roles, like prosecutor and that, those sorts of folks. 855-450-FREE. Your thoughts are welcome. Free Talk Live. Are you excited about Flaming Freedom's bigger, gayer dance party at this year's Pork Fest? Oh, yeah. Well, you should be. There's going to be hopping dance music and a giant tent full of Liberty lovers getting their gay on. By gay? Do you mean happy? Oh, uh, d- 
Shirkler. Super Gay Dre is bringing his elite team of drag queens led by Violencia. There's going to be raffles for all kinds of prizes, as well as prizes for gayest costume, best drag queen, and best drag king. So get your ticket now for the insanely cheap price of just $5 at flamingfreedom.com slash dance party. is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything you want. 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. All the features we give away, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. And those features include news updates. We'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Go to news.freetalklive.com. Get signed up for emailed updates, Twitter, Facebook, whichever works best for you news.freetalklive.com like everything else on our site it is completely free it is camping season and if you're an outdoors enthusiast or you know you have a loved one who is uh, whether it's camping hunting shooting gear or maybe uh, you're survivalist uh, you're your prepper um a manventureoutpost.com is the place to go because not only will you get the name brands, um, the, 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 you know, the name brands you can trust, but you'll also get the very best prices you're going to be able to find in one place on the Internet. It's manventureoutpost.com. They've got knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, fish finders, boating equipment, whatever you need at Manvent. They've got it at manventure.com. They're family-owned, members in good standing of the Better Business Bureau. You know how important that is when you're dealing with folks online. And... When you go there, not only do they have some of the best rates, but you can get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Now, that'll that'll save you on shipping at the very least. Uh, that's uh, coupon code FTL at manventureoutpost.com. I got some stuff from there recently, and they shipped it to me real quick. It's manventureoutpost.com. Our toll-free number again is 855-450-FREE. Men are uh, locked up, and maybe some women too, uh, but uh, people are locked up in North Carolina, perhaps beyond, uh, for essentially some misunderstandings between the state government and the federal government regarding the law on the federal books about uh, whether or not a, a felon in possession of a firearm should go to prison. And so they're putting men in prison who shouldn't, by the technicalities they're of the innocent. law, be there. Let's, let's just use – it's not technical. It's they are innocent. The law is written the way the law is written, and these men are innocent as the law is written. Well, one thing's for sure, you know, the, the, whether they're innocent or not of – the question to me is whether they're innocent of hurting people because I don't care if somebody is a felon. That's just some legal term – the state has been applying to human beings. What I care is whether that person is going to do harm. And the last caller we had said that he was uh, convicted of a felon, as you had been, Mark, in the past, and that he turned his life around, as you had. And I think that those people, you know, they are trying to make they're trying to make their lives whole again. And without being able to defend oneself, you're never truly a, a wholly free person. And well, I think that's that's insulting. And I think that, uh, you know, people don't even this doesn't come across people's minds too much. But there are thousands of people incarcerated in the United States for the same thing, for the being in possession of a weapon. That's it. Not having done anything with the weapon, right. just possessing it. In many places, frankly, it's illegal. Being a felon, I am a felon, and I know that you know every other house they've got some kind of gun or weapon there to protect themselves. But if for whatever reason the thieves, the the burglars, the 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 home invaders target my house, I've got to rely on cops that could be ten minutes. 
15, 20, 30 minutes away. Do you find that people are callous to you over this? Yeah, uh... absolutely. They say, you did it. You brought it down upon yourself. But my wife, which is, you know, I mean, I get it. It's a constitutional argument. I understand where you're coming from when you say it. You know, sorry, you're not as good as we are. Your life isn't as valuable as ours. I get it. I understand where they're coming from. But my wife should not be punished in that way, and she is. My son should not be punished in that way, but he is. They're in danger of violence every single day because of it. I understand where you're coming from. Uh, 855-450-FREE is the toll-free number. Some people would tell you that you know you committed this crime back in the past, and so therefore this should hang over you for the rest of your life. And I don't feel like that's right. It's not coming from a place of forgiveness. It's not coming from a place of empathy at all. It really just takes that individual who can change. People well, can change. You- it takes that person and it just wipes them out of you know any consideration as a true human being well, from that the individual. People, that we're the people who are saying that aren't thinking from the same standpoint of empathy what they're thinking no. from uh, the standpoint is well you whoever it was that you harmed in the past you weren't thinking about them and i get it, where they're coming from but what they're doing is they're compounding violence and evil weapon you know, most of these people would likely say that weapons are a deterrent to violence so therefore me being in possession of a weapon would be a deterrent to somebody who might want to do harm to my family Certainly. And, you know, according to the state of New Hampshire, I'm in possession of weapons every single day and committing uh, felonies all the time simply because picking up a stick in my yard is breaking the law there. But, you know, so what they're doing, people that advocate for this kind of behavior towards uh, felons are actually compounding evil. Let's go to Shane listening in Jacks Creek, Tennessee to XM Satellite Radio's Extreme Talk. Hey, Shane. What's going on, fellas? Uh, new listener to the show. Uh, I really enjoy it. I drive a truck over the road. So I, Thank you for I your service. I discovered you uh, up in Michigan on, on an FM station. And, uh, you know, I catch up around Holland, Michigan. I don't know what FM That's WH, that uh, WHTC is up in Holland there on AM. But uh, anyway, it's great to have you on board. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I was just calling. Uh, you know, I just turned it on uh, about down the last columns on. I hope I'm on top topic but uh you know i, I carry the only the only misdemeanor uh that carries where I, i'm not allowed to own or purchase a firearm i've got a wow domestic domestic violence, violence. yes sir uh i was you know i'm 29 now i was maybe 21 years old and me and my father you know i was in a in an argument and uh you know i i, I my stepmother decided to put in her two cents you know and and uh, I essentially told her to shut her mouth, and, you know, he didn't like it. So he essentially, you know, ran at me to, uh, I don't know, push me out of the house or something. I mean, he was the initial physical aggressor, oh. and we got in a fist fight, okay? So, uh... Why do you... Did the cops that, arrest both of you? Did both of you get arrested or just one? No. My stepmother called the law, and, um... When they come out, uh... He had a black eye, and I didn't have any, um... Uh, Marks on me. Oh, um, this is often I the case in in fights. They'll take one person to the hospital and the other person to jail. Um, is usually you know like it's just kind of the winner gets the charges. Well, in a lot of cases, they in in a lot of jurisdictions, there are internal rules that say they have to make an arrest on any domestic oh, yeah. violence call. Sure. And and so you're or, saying they arrested you even though you weren't the aggressor, and now you can't carry a firearm. Right. And and the whole thing was um, my attorney tried tried to play you know self defense in court, and and he admitted that. He was the initial aggressor, but um, the judge essentially said the self-defense didn't play because at one point in the fight, I become 
the aggressor. At one point, you know, he started the altercation, but when it ended, you know, I got the better hand. And when I, you know, self-defense is, you know, you throw a punch or two, and when you have an opportunity to get away, you know, you get away. And, you know, Absolutely. I, I regret I regret the fact, you know, I, I was in the wrong or whatever we both were. But And is that a federal uh, rule, by the way, that if you're convicted of domestic uh, violence? <laughs> From what I understand, I've done a little research on the, the, the Internet trying to find out if there was some type of way if I could get it expunged and get the opportunity. But I'm pretty sure it is. Um, just, uh, I worked with some guys that were in the National Guard, and they said you can't, you can't uh, be a law enforcement officer or um, join the military, essentially. Uh, yeah, you don't want to do those things anyway, man. If, well, if... I don't want to. I'm not, no, I, <laughs> I'm not saying that's what I want to yeah. do. I'm just, they're, no, they're, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, but you're right. They'll let uh, they'll let people who formerly have smoked cannabis in a lot of places become police officers. So what's the big deal? Well, um, I, I, the law passed. I don't know if it was in the early nineties, but at the time, um, you know, they may have had some law enforcement, of, you know, officers that um, had domestic violence charges. I mean, you're no longer allowed. And I don't really know where it stands as far as um, my wife. You know, owning a farm in the house, or um, oh man, you don't know where you stand. Well, don't tell, don't tell any uh, probation officers or anything about that. Because I thank well, you for the I'm call, not Shane. Confirm or deny if my my wife owns any firearms. But uh, yeah, I, I heard I, that, I man. Hey, I appreciate your call I'm, and your thoughts. I'm glad you're out there, and thanks for listening. Eight five five four fifty free. The SACL CAI toll free line one eight five five four fifty free. You know, um, the, the the rule is is that as, as I understand it, um, you know, and, and by the way, if you ask any lawyers, and this is the problem with laws, is if you ask ten lawyers what um, to interpret the same law, you'll get ten different opinions on that law, and they'll be contradictory. But my understanding is is that if uh, you have active possession, active possession is being closer to a weapon than somebody else. So if a weapon's mm-hmm. sitting on a table and I'm five feet away and Ian, you're six feet away, I'm in possession of it. Got it. By the way, speaking of uh, lawyers, Mark, you wanted to share some quotes from some of the attorneys in this case where innocent men are rotting away in prison. Uh, more coming up, 855-450-FREE. You can also take control here. Bring the puts on your mind. Free Talk Live. Tired of that same old government-free baklava from Madrick? How about trying Stateless Sweets government-free fudge and caramel? Stateless Sweets are made with real ingredients and prepared fresh for delivery to your home. Order them as a gift, a well-deserved decadent treat for yourself, or catered for your next event. Go to statelesssweets.com. That's statelesssweets.com. Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Toll free at 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that are waiting for you there. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Here with you, it's Ian. And Mark. And by the way, if you want to help support the show, you can do that by shopping with us. You're probably going to shop at Amazon anyway because, well, if you shop online, that's a smart idea. Amazon's got great selection, great prices, uh, and uh, free super safer shipping on a whole lot of their products. So if you're going to be shopping online, then drop into shop.freetalklive.com. You can start your Amazon shopping experience through our links there. And then when you do that, Free Talk Live gets a portion 
uh, the purchase price. So, again, start your shopping online at shop.freetalklive.com. And that applies to you whether you're in the U.S. or Canada or the U.K. There's different Amazons for you. So, once again, shop.freetalklive.com. We've been discussing the issue of uh, wrongfully convicted men sitting rotting in a North Carolina prison and maybe even other prisons elsewhere uh, for some confusion regarding the law and what it says about what sort of felons should be locked up for possession of a firearm. But really the ultimate question, I think, Mark, as you pointed out, was whether or not felons should be able to possess firearms at all in the first place. you got to remember that the uh, – what's the Reverend, old Reverend Martin Niemöller uh, poem from the you know, Nazi Germany? First, first they, they came, came for the, the communists. Communists, and I wasn't a communist. Then they came for the Jews, and I wasn't a Jew. Um, you know, then they came for the, the trade, trade unionists. unionists, and I wasn't a trade unionist. And then they came for me. When they came for me, there was no one to stand up for me. Right. And when it comes to – Gun rights in this country being backed off one by one um, over time. You know, people who believe that somehow we're safer with with uh, fewer guns. And I don't know. I don't know the answer, but I do know that people have the right to protect themselves. Um, you know, maybe the evidence is. Maybe it's true that uh, the play, the world is safer with fewer guns. I don't know the answer to that, but I do know that people have the right to use tools. If one of those tools is made of metal and shoots a metal object out of it, mm-hmm. then that's just that. Um, and but if you allow one person to have it and then other per- people not have it, you create a class distinction. And if you allow that to happen, pe- somebody will put you in that class that can't have it. I mean, that's just essentially how it's going to go. Because in many states, the only class of people that can have firearms in some places, uh, I should say cities, in some places in the United States, the only people that can have weapons are pe- basically law class. enforcement, law enforcement and politicians, you know, people who are, well, we have dangerous p- professions. We need to be able to defend ourselves. Look, it's a dangerous world and anybody should be able to defend well, themselves. I think it's generally a good world, but it, there are some, uh, it is fraught with some peril. You could look at the world however you wish. Yes. And you can see danger or you can see joy in butterflies. I don't care what you see. You should be able to possess metal objects that fire metal out of them through gunpowder. Or a blade or whatever. Brass knuckles. 855-450-FREE. Your thoughts certainly welcome. You can bring up uh, what you want. Steve is with us listening in uh, Maine to WGAN out of Portland. Hey, Steve. Hi. How are you today? Hey, just super. What's on your mind tonight? Well, it's interesting that you bring up this subject. I just was at uh, my property uh, up in uh, at my camp, and um, I fired off about 300 rounds at a, a, a green target to uh, make sure that I'm still proficient as I was in the military. Um, I don't really understand the whole felon thing. You know, I don't care if you're a felon or if you're whoever you are. You should be able to be able to protect yourself. You know, absolutely. Um, protect your home, protect your property. Um, who I doesn't doubt. think that? I mean, who? Who? What kind of people? Lots would... of people. There are people listening right now that don't have to call in because the law is on their side. Right. Well, I guess it's on my side. I have a concealed carry permit. And you shouldn't have to do that state. either, I'd like to point out. I mean, if you have a right to bear arms, then you shouldn't have to ask anyone's did, permission. Did you have a right to put a coat on over those arms? Well, it doesn't matter. In Maine, you're able to carry a sidearm on your hip if you want to. That's good, and I agree with that, and that's open carry, and it's good that that's legal in a, in a lot of places. A lot of people don't yeah. know that, but it is. But uh, you had to pay the money for a permit to be able to put a coat well, on over that sidearm. Well, it wasn't that much. 
No, it's not. I mean, a lot of a lot of people don't understand that not every place in New England is insane when it comes to uh, things like this. But it, it, you're right. I mean, you, you know, it's ten bucks or something. It's a like huge that, right? hassle down in Florida to get, a, to get a permit. So in some places, it's much more difficult than it is in others to get uh, permits. It's impossible and in I, Chicago. Here's the thing: as soon as you let them get that foothold, it's inevitable that it will expand. I mean, as soon as you get the you let the people calling themselves the state have the permit in the first place, you've given up your rights. As soon as you ask for permission, you're no longer exercising a right. You're asking I for a privilege. I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that. But I had to go through the whole process just just because. Mm-hmm. Well, I understand. Sure. They're going to threaten who you. Who wants they're, to go to jail? Yeah, they're going <laughs> to put you in a cage otherwise because they're criminals. And I thank right. you, Steve, for the call. You know tonight. what? Yes, if, even if you are a felon, I don't care. You should be able to protect yourself. I agree 100%. Steve, thanks for the call, man. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Let's go to Tom listening in New Hampshire. Tom, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind tonight? Well, it's about a congressional race in Michigan, and it's a hilarious victory for the Ron Paul supporters. Tell me about it. Okay, well, this Ron Paul supporter is running, he got bold and ambitious to run for Congress. His name is Kerry Bentivoglio, and he went out and got over a thousand signatures to get on the ballot, which is another way of saying they did something. They signed the paper, okay? They always blame us if we fail to they do something, but Who signed the paper? uh, Who's they? Who's uh, us? They signed the nomination paper to put him on the ballot. Who's they? So he can run for Congress against... A incumbent Republican congressman, an establishment Republican. Okay, so this guy is also Republican running in a primary. Yeah, except okay. that the incumbent congressman, Thaddeus McCotter, submitted invalid signatures, photocopied Uh-oh. signatures, forgeries, and got caught wow. and got kicked off the ballot. Ooh. Oh, wow. So now the only Republican... Incredible. On the ballot is the Ron Paul guy, and the Republican Party big shots are going nuts, and they got to run around and try to recruit a writing candidate to run against uh-huh. him because he supports liberty and thinks logically. We can't have somebody who supports liberty, you know. Uh, so anyway, I, great I think story, that's a, Tom. Uh, and the the point I want to bring up about you know you're talking about firearms laws, uh, you know all it takes is for uh, an angry spouse to go and get a restraining order against you in the state of New Hampshire, mm. and the cops come to your door and take your guns. Do you have to let them into your house? Uh, I don't know, but you, all of a sudden it's illegal for you to have those guns. Well, uh, because you have you, you don't have any. If uh, the cops come to felony. the door, I recommend not answering it. And I thank you, Tom, for the call tonight. Unless you called them. Eight, well, there's that, yeah, but I don't recommend calling them generally. They're usually not going to help you. I think there there are instances where it makes perfect. Well, certainly there are instances where it makes sense. I'm, you know, I'm I, I would times I'm call suggest the they're very seldom. I think you have to be careful what you say, and any attorney will tell you that. But you know, you've got. I I don't trust attorneys, and frankly, I don't trust uh, you know law enforcement with too much information either. Bill's with us, listening in Hampton, Virginia, to WNIS. Hey, Bill. Yes. What's on your you mind? There? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Yes, I'm calling about the Obama situation. Which one? What is the Obama situation? Yes, about allowing the illegal people here that have been in this country, say, for five years. You mean people like me? To go out and get a work Pe- people like me? Well, let me, okay. You're here's, saying here's you want to disallow illegal, so-called illegal people. You want to stop me from being here, huh? No, I'm just saying this, that. If you are anybody who is illegal, they should go through the same channels as, as people who are trying to get in here legally. So, okay, so, okay, but I'm, I'm an illegal, illegal, I'm an illegal, you, and I'm here now. 
Are, are you, you think, working? Bill, what do you think should happen to me? Are you working? What do you think I'm doing, man? You're, this you're is talking a radio. radio. If you're illegal and you're working, you're most likely, you're not paying taxes, you're not paying social security, so you're getting paid under the table. Therefore, you're committing income tax. Well, I think you're jumping. Oh, well, whoa. actually, uh, first off, um, you know, Social Security and income tax are different things. I don't pay Social Security. Social Security is voluntary when it comes to, uh, you know, people on, um, you know, people that have their own business. There's no reason to pay that stuff. It's a terrible program, and I'm not interested in paying yeah. into it. Mark, that might okay, make you an illegal. Are you paying taxes if you're illegal? No, because you're getting cash money under the table. Well, uh, what's wrong with getting right paid under the, the table? Yeah, I could, I could, I could, I could what kind of what kind of an American excuse me, what kind of an American are you if you oppose people getting paid under the table? Because it's wrong because I'm It's wrong to do, to make excuse me, it's wrong to make money outside the purview of the government? You've never taken well, cash you've accepted, money? You've accepted his premise, by the way. Lots of illegals have fake social security numbers and they and they pay taxes as a result and then don't file for those taxes. That, that's whatever. I mean, that's one thing. I'm just curious. I mean, what's wrong with He said there's something wrong with taking money under the table. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with it? Because you... You're not only cheating me, but you're cheating everybody. Cheating oh, so everybody? Wait a second. Uh, hold it. It's hey, like what would you call if, if you had a person? Off. If you had a person who you could keep 100 percent of the value of their labor, what would that person be to you? A good employer. They'd be your slave. Wow. If Bill, you could keep, a, if, you, if you could keep somebody, the value of somebody's labor 100 percent, they're your slave. Bill, I hope if you, you can, can keep 50 percent of it. What are they? Bill, I hope you can hang on because I'd like to bring you back here in a moment. Eight five five four fifty free. It's free talk live. Empower yourself by trading with value. Visit DontTreadOnMeme.com. Browse their unique silver dime trading cards and get all your favorite designs. Gift them, keep them, or trade them for something else. They're real value in a convenient package and a tool that you can use to spread the word about honest money and how it sets us free. While you're at it, check out their quality apparel. You'll want to be the first of your friends to get their clever graphics on you. Don't tread on meme. That's don't tread on meme.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Toll free number 855 450 free. Live Saturday edition of the program. Plenty of time for you and your thoughts here. one 855 Tonight, it's Ian here. And Mark. And we invite you over to our website where you can interact for free. Those other talk show hosts charge you for their sites. Ours is free. Go to freetalklive.com and enjoy. We still have Bill with us uh, from last hour. So for those of you just tuning in, Bill had called in uh, with a few words uh, to say about so-called illegals. And I had said that, well, I'm an illegal, and so you want to throw me out of this country? And I didn't get a chance to explain what I meant by that. And what I meant by that is I'm not an illegal in the way he was maybe thinking of. uh, Because everybody refers to people who have immigrated here without asking the government's permission or breaking some of their immigration laws as an illegal. But if it... You know, if, if they're illegal because they've done something that's illegal, then shouldn't everybody who's done something illegal be termed illegal? Which is everybody. In which case, I am absolutely an illegal. I've done plenty of illegal things in my lifetime. Luckily, I haven't been caught for most of them, uh, and so therefore, I'm not in a, uh, a prison cell today. But there's all kinds of things that are illegal, as we were discussing previously. It's not hard to get a felony in this country today. There's a the, book called Three Felonies a Day, which right. reports how the average American breaks, uh, you know, uh, commits three felonies a day, surprise. unknowingly. Yeah, surprise. Uh, you know, you're probably an 
illegal too. So I that was the point I was making with that. But then we got into a, I think a more interesting conversation about the idea of making money under the table. And Bill had suggested that it was bad to make money under the table. And I said, well, that sounds un-American to me because most people I know are more than happy to make some money under the table. Uh, you know, I mowed lawns as a kid. Yeah, sure. I mean, who hasn't done a job for some cash? I mean, Bill, are you telling me that you've actually reported to the IRS every bit of cash you've ever made from any job? Really? Is that what you're telling me, Bill? Do I now? Are you telling me that you've reported dutifully to your masters at the IRS every bit of cash that you've ever made in your lifetime? I've never worked under the table. Did Did you ever mow a lawn when you were a kid for money? That's different. Well, I mean, whoa, 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 whoa. 12-year-old kids mowing, uh, selling Kool-Aid. What if you were 22 and mowing a lawn? What if you were 22? I'm talking about, okay, I could take you right now to companies that will do nothing but hire illegals. Because Wait, one, I don't want to talk about them, cheaper. Bill. I want to talk about you. I want to talk about Bill and whether or no. not – have you ever washed a, a car for money or done something as an adult and gotten paid money, just cash money? No. No, I don't you do are that. full of it. Really? You expect me to believe you've do never that. done any, you've never helped anybody with anything, any job they needed done, and they paid you cash? I'll refuse it. What about, uh, what, what about I'm gifts? I'm that type of person. I mean, if you say, hey, Bill, I'm going on vacation um, this week. Do you mind mowing my lawn? I said, sure, I'll mow it. You're your neighbor. It's kind of you. I'm not going to charge you. I'm not, I'm not going to take money from you. Do you ever have a family I'm member give you a gift? Do I now? A family member ever give you a gift of money? Above the age of fifteen, we, we do Christmas stuff. That's it. So you've never received Grandma never set, slipped a twenty inside a card for you. No, okay. not for Christmas. <laughs> well, I'll tell that's you it. what, you're a very good guy. Let me, let, you know, it, it's awesome the way that you report dutifully to the IRS and I'm you not, know, scrape mean, and that, you know, servile uh, uh, towards uh, your masters. But Bill, you know, he but, said that he he said that it was cheating everybody to not report these things. So any money that somebody makes under the table, you're saying it's cheating everybody. No. Basically, the, the employers do this because, one, it saves them money. Because I think he's back on his immigration topic. Yeah, he does not want to talk to you. He doesn't, he doesn't want to talk to you about the underlying morality of free people working for money and not having to report to the IRS. He wants to talk We've to you about folks. We've Americans out of work right now. Ah, say, hey, so Americans are out of work. Wait a second. Um, now, look, if I'm an employer, I get to decide who works for me because that's a relationship, right? Well, wait, yeah, true, but hey. Thing is, is, is they're going to force the president's going to come out here and say, "Hey, the, the only reason the president's doing this is because he's trying to get the the Latino vote." Absolutely, you think hey, this is a political this move, this and I agree with you, Bill. This is a political way. move. Now, let me ask you this, Bill: Are you aware that uh, I think it was last? It was either last month or last year that the uh, the percentage of uh, non-white babies outnumbered the percentage of white babies. Yeah, okay. I've, I've now, never heard that before. Okay. But I've, I've, I Let mean, me tell I'll, you. I'll believe you. It was either last month or last year or something like that. The census data said essentially non-white babies outnumbered white babies. Now, would you say that the Republican Party or the Democrat Party has more successfully alienated the uh, the non-white vote? Which one of them has more successfully alienated the non-white vote? I would say the Republicans. Okay. So the Republicans are now um, on the downside. They are uh, minimizing their effect on the political system because they have alienated non-whites. Is that correct? No, as a Republican, that. that's that. me. Well, I would prefer if people who wanted to alienate uh, you know, non-whites would stay the heck out of the Republican Party because you're ruining it for everybody. 
I would say I would say that, like I say, the president was wrong. He, what he did was illegal by bypassing Congress to get people to uh, get illegal people in this country to get jobs. Well, thanks for uh, anything. You have anything else for Bill? Mark? Well, I, I just think the good people break bad laws. I, agree I think with that, that. The, I think that the people that housed uh, you know runaway slaves in the North during that time were good people, even though they were breaking the law. No doubt. I don't care about the law. Um, you know, I think the president did this for political reasons, and I don't trust him to do the right thing um, any other time, just because I feel like this was the right thing, and this was only a little bit the right thing. How long is it, by the way, Bill? Thanks for the call. How long is it going to be, by the way, before uh, we're going to have house to house immigrant searches? You know, looking for the immigrants under the floorboards, that sort of thing. That sounds kind of familiar, doesn't it? Because didn't they do that with Jewish people back in the Nazi Germany? Well, back in the, the 70s, there was this uh, the sanctuary movement where people would, would house immigrants in their homes in order to give them a place to live. Um, you know, I mean, it's hard to keep a family for, you know, months on end. And, and, you know, of course, it's difficult for them to work and that kind of thing. But. Toll-free number here tonight, 855-453. As a small business, I'm not interested in reporting to the federal government reams of paperwork in order to prove that uh, the people that are working for me were born in the right sign of some stupid arbitrary line. I heard that. Let's go to Dan, listening in Grand Rapids, Minnesota, to WNMT. Hey, Dan, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, gentlemen. How are you tonight? Welcome, sir. Go ahead with uh, what's on your mind. Well, I'm just calling about the gun uh, gun issue. I don't sure. think that uh, people that have committed a crime with a gun should be able to have gun rights. Yeah, I understand. I mean, okay, so what about people who have committed violent felonies but didn't use a gun when they did it? Would that be okay? Nah, I would probably disagree with that, too. Okay, so, um, you know, I get where you're coming from, but why? I mean, their whole lives. Just, so they do something when they're 15 years old, and when they're 65, they should go to jail. Actually, I saw this happen. I was in prison with a man who was in his 70s, who was in there for possession of a fel- uh, firearm by a convicted felon, mm. and he had been convicted when his teens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand. I, I would I would agree with that. But I, I, right now, you would I'm agree with what? What do you mean? Yeah. Dan, hold on. What, what, when you say you would agree with that, what do you, what mean? Do you mean you agree? Uh, well, I would agree with that. That gentleman shouldn't have been in jail for that. It seems ludicrous, right? Okay, so then you would agree yeah. that some felons who have uh, committed it's violent crimes should right. be able to have firearms. I mean, every, every, you know, every uh, individual case should be looked at. But, but they I'm just, a but, felon right now up in Minnesota, and I can't get anyone to tell me if I can have a gun or not. And like you said before, it's a tool, and I need my tool. But they're looking at these cases, and they're still rejecting them. Mark, you went in front of the governor in Florida, yep. and you turned your life around. Clearly, you I'm a convicted that. murderer. I mean, it doesn't get any nastier sounding than that. Now, I haven't killed anybody, but, you know, that doesn't change the fact that... Uh, that you're convicted of yeah, it. Yeah, I'm convicted of it, and it doesn't matter. Uh, you, don't, you don't have to actually kill anybody to be convicted of murder in this country. And, you know, I can't possess a firearm. If I was safe enough to, to let out of jail, then I should be safe enough to possess a firearm to protect my family. I would agree with that. Okay. Well, Dan, I'm glad you're on board. Thanks for the call tonight. 855-450-FREE. 1-855-450-3733. Nice to know people are calling open-minded uh, tonight because I agree, Mark. I mean, you, you know, you should be able to defend yourself. It should be a human right. And you shouldn't be able to have rights abrogated by the fact that you made a mistake at some point in your past when everybody makes mistakes. And some of them end you up in a jail cell or a prison, but then you can be a different person after that. It's icky and scary to think of you know, allowing convicted felons to possess a firearm. But you can't 
it's it's difficult to stand there with logic in your face and continue to advocate for it. Because as a convicted felon, I could go get a weapon tonight. The only people that these laws prevent from getting guns are the people, the bad felons. Be, uh, or excuse oh, the, me, the good, the good felons. Good the good felons, they're not going to possess the firearms, and you're the one, they're the ones that you want to have them. To protect their families. 855-453, the SACL CAI toll-free line again. Of course, take control of the airwaves, comment on anything we've discussed, or bring up anything, 1-855-450-3733. It's free talk live. Get 18,000 radio stations from around the world. Pandora, Opio, Live 365, and MP3 tunes. With C Crane's CC Wi-Fi Internet Radio. It's great in any room of the house. You can listen to your favorite station stream from back home, whether it's another state or another country. Play Free Talk Live's live streams, LRN.FM, or your favorite stations. If you're not familiar with the C-Crane company, their products are the best. Get the CC Wi-Fi Internet Radio at ccrane.com. C-C-R-A-N-E.com. You can bring up what you want here. This is Free Talk Live, live Saturday edition of the program. And the last night of the week that we're going to be broadcasting from our LRN.FM studios. We're actually going to be on the road starting tomorrow night. Live from the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Actually, tomorrow night, technically not Porkfest. It'll be like the pre-Porkfest episode, but you will be there at Rogers Campground. Uh, Porkfest.com is where you can go to learn more about the Porcupine Freedom Festival. That's where Mark, you and I, and oh, probably about a thousand other liberty-minded people, maybe more, more than that, that uh, will be spending the week at Rogers Campground, the beautiful northern part of New Hampshire, Lancaster, right next to the White Mountains. It's an incredible view. It uh, really is. Better than the view is uh, to be able to hang out with other like-minded, liberty-oriented people and uh, engage in a variety of different activities, everything from panel discussions to musicians, uh, bands. There's going to be, uh, the, the, I think there's a rant contest of some sort, and it will be an absolute blast, even a roast. Uh, so there's a lot going on. Of course, camp-style activities like campfires and uh, family games. Lots of stuff. Go to porkfest.com, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com. And I think they're probably going to raise the price slightly if you just show up. You haven't registered in advance. You just want to show up and, and buy on the spot. Uh, so you're probably going to have to pay like 40 bucks if that's the case. But it gets you in for the whole week. And uh, go to porkfest.com, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com. We'll tell you more about it. Uh, Mark, I imagine you and Stephanie will uh, be discussing Porkfest in detail tomorrow night. We are going to talk about what there is to talk about on the uh, the, the sort of first day of it. All right, so 855-450-FREE is our toll-free number here as we go back to you and your thoughts. Rick is listening to WNIS in Virginia. Hey, Rick. How you doing? Interesting conversation. Uh, one thing that struck me uh, is that the government, I've studied the economy in the last four or five years out of necessity, and what I found was that the government is not only broke, but it absolutely needs big business like jails and the criminal justice system, and it's turned into a big business. It has. Yeah, it's an incarceration nation. Yeah. Also, there's many people I've seen through my years that are not felons, but they're felons. And I asked them what they did. It was almost jaywalking. And then I realized that these are just good people. I know these people. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with them. And through my years all around the United States, I've seen undercover all over the place offering to sell me things that are illegal, just trying to pull me in. Absolutely. And I could write a book on it. We've heard stories so of people no being record, uh, convicted no for... record or anything like that. But this is a state, this is a very sorry state. And the last thing I have to say is we should not at all call people felons or, 
or hurt their lives, which a felon, a felon record does, if they're genuinely not criminal people or they're innocent or wrongly convicted. Anyway, that's my Absolutely, thought. Rick. I thank you for the call and thoughts. 855-450-FREE. It's impossible to know if somebody's wrongly convicted once they've uh, been through. I mean, the, the fact is that fewer than 1% of arrests end up in a jury trial. I mean, the vast, vast, vast majority of people do uh, plea bargains, not because because they don't have the money. They don't believe that they that uh, that public defenders will give them uh, an adequate defense. Um, they believe that, uh, you know, the, the, oftentimes the charges have to do with their families and they don't want to put their families through the testimony and that kind of thing. Uh, you know, all kinds of reasons that they just don't feel like it's worth going through a trial. So they'll take some kind of plea bargain. And it does, it does, plea bargains don't result in justice. Plea bargains only benefit guilty people and government bureaucrats, which are supposed to be working for us. Well, I'm excited because uh, tomorrow I get to be on a radio show, Mark. Uh, we so met you're a, on a radio show now. We, are, uh, we met an attorney, a different radio show. Uh, we met an attorney at the lo- local, uh, not local, but the recent Talkers Convention, Talk Radio Industry uh, Gathering in New York City. And she was very interested in what I had to say on the stage about letting peaceful people out of prison cells. Mm-hmm. Uh, people who, for instance, might be in there for smoking a little pot or something like that. And uh, she wanted to talk about that with me on her show. She's an attorney who does, a, I guess, a weekly program. And she was really excited about the Don't Take a Plea Deal flyer that is available for folks to download over at tools.freekeen.com. That's tools.freekeen.com, where uh, you can download this flyer in PDF form and send it to your favorite printer and print it out and give it to people locally to spread the idea of not taking the plea deal and how it is that if people stop taking plea deals and actually schedule trials, it'll overwhelm the uh, just so-called justice system with cases and they'll have to start dropping charges or <laughs> or people won't get there should have any never... semblance of a speedy trial. Whatever person allowed a plea, whatever judge allowed a plea in the first place was a guy that uh, set a precedent that is just immoral. Well, it's a very good thing for lawyers, though, if you think about it, because a lawyer doesn't have to do any work if they're doing a plea deal, sure. whether they're the defense attorney or if the prosecutor. If a case is important enough to incarcerate somebody for, it's important enough to try. Let's go to Brian listening in Battle Creek, Michigan, to WBCK on the FM band. Hey, Brian. Hi. Hi, guys. Hey, what's on your mind? Hey, uh, I had a, um, a point of view that I hadn't... I just the last few callers had kind of expressed the same point of view I, that I'm coming from, and that is, I believe there are some people that should never, ever be allowed legally to own a gun. And How I do we know who those people guys, are? I'm sorry, I'm trying to get to a better reception here. That's right, you what sound fine. How do you- yeah, you sound great. My question to you was, um, how do we know who those people are that should never be allowed to possess a- I agree with you that there are people that should not be allowed to own guns. Sadly, I think many of them go into professions where they're allowed to own guns. Like being a cop. Uh, you know, sadly, I think that there are a lot of people who have small man syndrome who run off in order to be police officers and, uh, you know, end up hurting people and, yeah, and violating we, rights. we run into them every day. We run into those people. Well, I would think that certainly it would have to be on a case-by-case. That's what the last uh, guy right. said. Case-by-case case is the easy but way out. But do you understand that the government doesn't do case-by-case, case, right? Well, I understand because okay. if you get arrested for something, what they will do is they will pile up so many charges, yep. so ten-year felonies for some stupid little thing, and the only way out of it is either to, to hire a lawyer and spend thousands of dollars that you don't have or – They'll plea it down to what it should have been in the first place. You plead guilty, and now you've given up all rights to appeals, everything. It's, it's a done deal. It's locked, and it's 
carved in stone right, by so, then, and it's too late. Brian, here's the problem but, with the case-by-case basis proposal. First of all, as you pointed out, Mark, they don't do that, but also they couldn't do it. There's just too much. There's just too much for them to, to look at. It would be way too bureaucratic. It would be an increase in the size of government for them to have to uh, weigh each case and decide whether another person could uh, or couldn't have a firearm. So how about this instead of that case-by-case basis? How about the case-by-case basis of we just let people have firearms who want to have firearms, and that way, whatever somebody who's dangerous has a firearm, there will be good people around that have firearms, and they can defend uh, the, the people that they're around. That works. It works well, here in New Hampshire. It works well, in Alaska. I, it works in Vermont. I like that idea. There's, they here in Michigan, they, in the last few years, they got rid of the um, local boards that would determine who was allowed to have a, carry a concealed weapon, and they Great. issued a must or must Shall issue. Must, yeah. They, they made it so that you can, they, they can't challenge it. Well, what I'm, I guess what I'm getting at is that if, if you are the getaway driver, then that would not be um, something that you would not be allowed to carry a gun later. But I get what you're saying. Here's another problem with it, Brian. Trigger. You've got a, sp- a set of specifications that you think would be fair, yep. and so does everyone else. Yeah, I, and I, you're not going to be I the one that writes the rules. I don't think that people that have IQs below 80 should be allowed to have a weapon. But how do you find out who has the IQ of 81 and who has the IQ of 79? You could add it a test well, to the I'm requirements. What I'm saying is that after the second or third time of being convicted of, and I mean convicted, not or whatever, convicted of violent crimes against other people, with even whether you had a weapon or not, because I would imagine... Brian, I get, I get, where, you're, I get where you're coming from, and I really appreciate your call tonight. Uh, thank you for it at 855-450-FREE. SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. More coming up. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society, the wheel, the printing press, the Internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. The toll-free number here, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and you can enjoy the various features that you'll find there totally free. Uh, Once again, freetalklive.com. Mobile site available for those of you with a smartphone. Head over to M, as in mobile, freetalklive.com. You will find our live streams linked to there, plus also the software that you can use, all of it free software, uh, that you can use to listen into the show via the streams. Go to m.freetalklive.com to get more information and get tuned in. That's m as in mobile.freetalklive.com. Gold. You can't listen to talk radio or cable news without hearing about gold and, you know, other precious metals. And, you know, it's probably a good thing to have right now when you consider that the Federal Reserve is just printing money like it's toilet paper and, uh, you know, that there doesn't seem to be any end in sight of inflation. Commodities are going up, up, up. It looks like gold and silver may rally here in the future. I understand. I wanted gold and silver at one point, but my concern was is that I couldn't figure out how to buy it because it's important to buy right. You can't, you got to buy low so you can sell high. Well, go to gold.freetalklive.com so that you can 
comparison shop gold right there. We've got some pieces. We've teamed up with Midas Resources in order to bring gold and silver to you at great prices. Not only are you going to get the best prices that we can provide and likely the internet can provide at gold.freetalklive.com, but... You'll be helping Free Talk Live in the process. It's gold.freetalklive.com. If you need a telephone number, mention Free Talk Live, um, 877-857-9938. Excuse me, 877-857-9938. It's gold.freetalklive.com. All right. So, you know, speaking of gold and silver, uh, there's somebody that just walked into the studio here uh, unexpectedly. It's uh, Ernie Hancock, Ernest Hancock, uh, with us tonight. Good evening, sir. Ian, Mark, hey. Oh, got, got, to, got to turn on the mic. And you you're, are from. You're on, you're good. You're from the radio program Declare Your Independence. Declare Your Independence. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Where can people find the show? Uh, well, you go to Freedoms with an S, freedomsphoenix.com, and we always have the archive up there. And uh, uh, you can just uh, Google Declare Your Independence, Ernest Hancock. It'll come up. Great. And you know, I was going to mention, uh, as far as people that are in, into silver, uh, Ernie, you're so into silver, you actually packed up a truck and loaded up, a, I guess, a vending machine the on the money back of the truck. Lift. Is that what it's being called? The, the money lift. Is it a monolith? Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, you go. I th- it, you, you know, you really want to see a good viral video that the guys have done. You go and you Google silver a silver odyssey 2012 and it'll come up and it's a viral video that's just taken off and we've really done everything that we can to promote silver and we do these silver dime cards you know Mm -hmm. use old 90 percent silver and you're able to put so many different cards together that market so many different things but the biggest thing it's an education on inflation yeah you know and we've it's really taken off we've done God, over 10,000 of these cards. I mean, it's just phenomenal. It's just really taken. And we, there, I have so many back orders now. We're all week at Porkfest, we're making more cards. You wow. Know? So it's, uh, it's, it's going to really be a working vacation. Yeah. You know, well, that's what my wife says. The, uh, <laughs> well, what we've done also is we built a geodesic dome so that, because last time the because dime everybody cards, likes geodesic domes. They are cool. Because <laughs> I, I can give you, a, I can go on and on about why. But the, the, the main thing was is that last year so much silver was used that the vendors and the people certainly did food, they can't take the silver to go to the local store. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we, we need actual cash. So we need to have an exchange because you're... At Porkfest, at the Porkfest. At Porkfest, yeah, no, your money is no good there. You know, you, you're using silver. But when you go to the store, you need it. So we need an exchange place. So you have, you, you turn in your worthless paper for silver, you know. So what we've done is we created... It's not worthless. It's not worthless. I was still using FRNs there. It's, Happy uh, to use worthless. Well, next week. But anyway, what we we do is we take a um, uh, a geodesic dome and we turned it into a vending station to where people can come in and do their exchanges there because that's what they needed last time. I said, not a problem. We'll go ahead and we we built it, got it all covered. I learned how to sew, so <laughs> it's uh, it's we got nice five stations all. You you guys will see it, man. You go. Yeah, we'll be taking we'll a lot of pictures. It. Very cool. And I'm sure this isn't the first time or the rather the last time you're going to be on with us uh, throughout the week. I know if you get a chance, certainly stop in and see us because I know you're going to be busy earning doing your show every single day live right. from the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Right. Would you uh, want to sit in for the rest of the show and, and just take calls with us, Ernie? Yeah, well, I don't know if you want to sit in for the rest of the show, but you can sit in as long as you're comfortable, Ernie. How about that? Yeah, I'll do a, a segment at least, right. uh, but we got to go hook up with Drew. And He's always I, busy, man. He's I promised my wife uh, like Talk a hotel to some people bed. for us. <laughs> All right, well, so let's go to Elizabeth. Uh, we've been talking about felons and possessing firearms here, just to bring you up to speed, Ernie. And uh, Elizabeth is on the line listening in Myrtle Beach to WRNN. Hey, Elizabeth. Hey. Hey, what's yeah, on your I was mind? just 
the insanity of it, we, we have a college here, and I think then it was a two-year college, but these boys decided to go skinny dipping, and as God is my witness, they were charged as pedophiles. So oh, no. now that they are considered felons, um, child, you know, child molesters or whatever have to register, and all they did was Sex drink offender. a few beers and go skinny dipping, yeah. and they a couple of them, you know, tried to get it taken off their record, and everybody refuses to take it off their record. Because I don't know, I'm a little bit older, and things back in the day that the police would take you home and let your parents yell. So they were charged with a felony. With, hmm? They were yes. charged with a felony. What state? Yes, uh, as pedophiles have to register as pedophiles because they went. Are you sure it's just not a sex offender status? Not a you know the, not that they were charged no, with no, pedophilia. No, no, they have to they register age, wherever right? they go. How old were these people that were uh, stripping down? They were in college. They were like their first or second year of college, yeah, that's, 19, that's 20 age. years old. What year and was this? I mean, I'm sorry. What, what state is this? South Carolina, Myrtle Beach. Hmm. You know, and, and this is the reason the bureaucrats don't want to step in and uh, right the wrongs is it's the cover your butt syndrome. If mm-hmm. they if they're the ones that go in and say, well, this is insane, we're going to fix this. Then and, and and suppose one of these boys goes out and does something bad in the future. Then some reporter comes along and says, well, they wouldn't have been allowed to possess that weapon that they robbed that convenience store with if it hadn't have been for bureaucrat A. And as if these laws somehow prevent people who have felonies from getting guns. I know, but you know what's even scarier? Because I'm older. It's like that we are, if you look at history, our federal government was never set up. Our forefathers set it up so that they couldn't have total control because they lived during a time where they realized large government created corruption and pure evil. So much for and that plan. You have, we, I you know, live here where college is. These kids have no pro- It's like they're being taught not to be able to problem solve. Oh, yeah. Not to be able to think outside the box. Not So you have areas like when the hurricane hit, hit New Orleans, stand with your arms open. Hey, I can't, I can't do anything. Government, you're supposed to come in and fix everything. I'm not capable of, and I think I'm, it scares me because I think our government is doing this on purpose because I think that, that they want our democracy. They want to, to dumb people down. They do yeah. not want us to have the freedoms that our forefathers tried so hard. They don't to want set you up. to be able to exercise your freedom. <laughs> this is the one thing I, I, I've really been starting to emphasize on here lately, even in the freedom movement, is the people you go, look, um, you hold the screwdriver on this end. I mean, seriously, even in the liberty <laughs> movement, I'm going, you know, let's say you, you, you go out and you want to, you know, I want to be able to do what I want with my land. Well, what will you be able to do with it? I don't know. Look at it. Maybe I can mow it. I mean, you know, so this is, there's so much more you need to be able to. I got to tell you a gun story, though, on my way here. When okay. you guys Elizabeth, thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you I- at 855-450-FREE. If you got, you want to get that story, now's a good time for Okay, it. let if me tell you brief. what happened. Arizona has firearms, okay? Yep. <laughs> I just want everybody to know that. And they're going to be doing some shooting up here. So I, you know, I want to, I want up to bring, here in New Hampshire. Yeah, I want to, I want to bring my firearm. We're going to have some fun. A few years ago, we had, went in a private plane. We came up and we brought our ARs and everything and we had a good Sweet. time. So this time we're driving. Well, you so know, you got to go through New York. Oh, you got to check the laws. Yeah. So there, there is one law. Well, once we got east of the Mississippi, when we hit Mississippi, it's like, all right, here we got to, got to do that. Here's the law. To be able to transport from a state that allows firearms to another state that allows firearms, but you got to go through like New York or Massachusetts yeah. or something, you have to take the gun apart. Yeah, it has to be apart. Put it 
separate pieces in locked cases separate yeah. from the ammunition separate from being able to this get this is separate. a super safe way yeah, to do it's it a, yeah. you know yeah you know, so it's a doorstop but anyway so i i you go through all that stuff and then i realized in albany i had to go in my medical kit to get something for my finger i cut and i go oh damn I have a gun in my bug out medical bag. I got it. Oh my God. How far do we got to the border of Vermont? I can make it. I can make it. 855 453. Sagal CAI toll free line. Uh, you can, of course, take control of the airwaves here. Plenty of time for you and your thoughts. And Ernie Hancock might hang out with us here for a little bit. It's Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Toll-free number tonight, 855-453. And that, by the way, will continue to be the toll-free number as we will be broadcasting live from the Porcupine Freedom Festival beginning tomorrow night. Uh, Mark, you and Stephanie are heading up a night early to get all the equipment set up, which means it'll be all ready, hopefully, for you in the morning, uh, Ernie. Ernie Hancock here with us tonight from Declare Your Independence, which you can hear over at freedomsphoenix.com plus you can also get some great news and information on a daily basis uh it's a great site freedomsphoenix.com sign up for the the daily email uh, to get the latest from them every single day bitcoins are the world's first potentially anonymous cash for the internet with bitcoins you don't have to sign any contracts there are no government agencies that issue the currency there are no uh, corporations that take a cut every time you send or receive money you just send and receive bitcoins and you do it if something costs 99 bitcoins you pay 99 bitcoins and nobody gets a cut um, all the money and there's no, by the way no uh, chargebacks um, the chargebacks are by your uh, schedule if you're a business owner and you can find out more about bitcoins by going to weusecoins.org bitcoins are changing the internet and they're going to change the world and you need to know about them whether you have any or not so go watch the minute and 44 long 40 sec, 44 second long video at weusecoins.org and now thanks to bitinstant.com you can have bitcoins in less than an hour by depositing cash at banks, CVS, Seven uh, Elevens, Walmart's, all over. The, more than a, I think it's more than a thousand locations across the United States. Uh, to buy your bitcoins with cash, visit bitinstant.com. All right, uh, we're going to continue here again. Uh, Ernest Hancock joining us in the studio. Nice to see you. Didn't expect it, but it's always a pleasure. So, uh, oh, we got a, We brought some friends. They got their big giant Hollywood RV mm-hmm. that uh, they're. Making a stop over here in Keene on their way up to Lancaster to Porkfest. Always a good idea. And so what we did is said, "No, you got you got to lay hands on 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 the cack here. You know, you got to come by and say yo, what's up?" So they stopped by and Great. said they did, and then they went to you know go plug in their RV. So uh, you're welcome. To, you're you're sitting in with us here for the remainder of the hour, and of course we're going to take your calls as we always do uh, with Ernest Hancock from Declare Your Independence. Let's go first to Dan listening in Newport uh, News, Virginia, to WNIS. Hi, this is Dan. Hey, Dan, you're on the air. Go ahead, sir. Fine. Um, well, thank you for letting me on the air. And sure. uh, I wanted to say about President Obama and the immigration issue yesterday. I'm very proud of him for doing that. Um, I realize it probably was a political move, but fine, he did it. What surprises me is that the right-wing uh, Christians are not happy about it. 
because really what he's done is uh, honor God, because all through the scriptures, uh, God's Word says, always honor the widows, the orphans, and the aliens in your land. Hmm, it's interesting. So they should be thrilled that he's done that. Well, Christianity today is nothing like, like uh, Christianity from uh, you know two thousand years ago or uh, thereabouts. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's sad, I, sad I, but true. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. American Christianity is a bit different. I, I understand. I understand. Can I make a comment about the gun thing? I yes, hadn't sir. planned on doing that, but I just heard some people say something. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah go, go right ahead. It's okay. free talk live. Um, I, I actually do cover news here, so you know I'm saying this based on interviews I've had with the police chief here on multiple occasions. But um, getting his perspective, which I don't, uh, I don't necessarily agree with it, but getting his perspective, he says, well, you have to understand that people want safety, and they want a police officer on every corner so they feel safe. So, well, we can't, we just cannot do that. Budgets don't allow for it, and but what we can do. Is we can give them, can, we can get cameras up. Um, we have federal grants. We can get up for about fifty thousand dollars a camera if we build them ourselves. We ask that um, everyone with their home security, you know, if you want to link that in your business security, you want to link that into our system. We can monitor all of that from right here at the police station. That sounds kind of creepy, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. It is, but it gets better. Um, and he said. You know, we can do that with a lot less police. Now, the cameras they pay $50,000 for with the federal grants and build themselves, you won't see those cameras. They put them in locations so that you can't see them. And then um, we asked them about the guns because they were doing the buyback program, here, which was very successful. And I said, why do you want to get the guns away from honest people? And he said, well, what happens is the majority of gun owners now in this area are, are older people. And the bad guys find out that they have it's some elderly woman with her husband's guns, and her husband's been dead for a while, and she's got his guns stored up. So the bad guys go in and steal them and use them against us. So that's why we're trying to get the guns away. Use them people. against us. Because <laughs> cops are getting shot up mm-hmm. all over the United States. I mean, statistically, you're more likely to be killed by a police officer than a terrorist in this country. They you know, are we, so we stopped in Arizona. We had, uh, this is a good story. We had uh, the gun buyback thing was really starting to gain a lot of steam, and they were doing that. So what a lot of the gun activists did is we went out on the sidewalk in front of where a public sidewalk, wherever they were doing these gun buybacks, and we put up a, we will pay pay you market value for your guns so they weren't what they were doing is they were given like you know 25 or 50 dollar walmart gift certificates or something and we were actually doing yeah this one yeah go give it to them man it's worth more than uh get the 50 bucks man (laughs) it's worth less than that (laughs) or we were buying them you know saying oh heck yeah man we want i tell you what we'll give you this much that you made you made 75 (laughs) bucks more than what you're gonna do so this is you can always counter this and the big thing is like you say People want security. Well, that's the problem, is they don't understand what security really is. And it's not, you know, big brother. So if you can change the culture and you can educate people and you can demonstrate doing these kinds of buybacks and uh, making sure that they're fully educated on what the real crime rate is when people have more guns. They always said blood's going to run in the street when they do unrestricted concealed carry in Arizona. Well, of course, it was just the opposite effect, you know, through deterrence or demise. You know, the bad guys go away. 
That's how it works. You know, I agree with uh, changing the culture, but it makes more sense to me to focus efforts in one area rather than, say, trying to change the culture in somewhere like Illinois, for instance. I mean, there's, you know, you might as well just be ramming your head up against a brick wall no, in that case. you do it where you're at. You do it where you're at. Dan, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Yeah, but if you're not getting anywhere, then uh, why not get together in a place that's more gun-friendly, say, like New Hampshire or Arizona, uh, for instance, where people are already on board with, a lot more people are already on board with those ideas. Um, I I don't think that freedom is limited to any one issue or in any one place. It Every one of these issues always has an impact on the tapestry of a much larger understanding of what freedom is. I've seen it, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit older. I'm 51, and I was these young activists back in the late 80s, early 90s, and I've seen what's happened over 20 years. It takes a long time to get unrestricted concealed carry in Arizona. I mean, yeah. there was a big wave of gun control coming there just like anywhere else. Else. Yeah, we still don't have unrestricted concealed here in New Hampshire, although that's something that I think some folks are working toward. But if you get people who care about an issue, and obviously the three of us on this show care way more about freedom than we do about a single issue, which is you know guns. As you said, Mark, you can't even legally own uh, own a firearm. Yeah, I don't really care about them that much uh, either. Right, but and I'm kind of more of a peacenik than anything else. But I, although I do have a firearm, I believe that humans should have um, humans should have the right to, to own weapons. Right, and so but so as I was saying, is we're uh, big freedom guys. You know, we w- want to see freedom on all the issues in every place. But to me, uh, to do something like that in a place where there are very serious restrictions, like, uh, you know, I don't want to go and record the police in a place like Illinois because they've got crazy uh, wiretapping laws and there's crazy gun laws there and the government's insanely large and hugely in debt. And so why not get the hell out of there? You know, vote with your feet, go somewhere else, uh, you know, join the Free State Project if you love liberty, that is, and get together where your, your efforts can be amplified due to being in close proximity with others. I mean, you know what this is about. You've no, no, no. I understand exactly what there. you're saying. You know, this is, you know, the, that's one reason why my wife and I are taking a month long to go around the country. Oh, cool. And we're we're going, you know, we're taking the show live every day. You know, we're yep. three hours a day. We're doing it from wherever we happen to be with our mobile unit and everything out in the, you know, side of the highway kind of thing. So if we're lucky, we, you know, add a hotel room. But what we do is we want to go across the country, meet up with other activists, talk about, you know, different freedoms and the state of freedom in all these different states. And we're hitting a lot. We went up to from Phoenix to Kalispell, Montana, all across mm. the U, northern United States, and then we'll go more southern, and we want to make through, sure we make it through Texas on the way back. And what happens is we're trying to convince ourselves whether Arizona is the place where we want to, you know, make roots roots. I mean, you know, this is future. I'm a grandfather. I got my fourth grandkid coming, so I'm, I'm, I'm really invested in this, and I'd like to be in Arizona, but you got to be sure. Is that really where you want to be? Do we go you go to New Hampshire, or we do both? You know, I mean, mm. New Hampshire's pretty nice in the summer it sure and Arizona's is pretty nice in the winter there you go so, that doesn't mean i gotta be locked into one place man it's a great place for a summer home i mean you know we'd love to have you here ernie because uh, getting people who are you know who care enough about freedom to do something about it getting them into the same place we've seen it works i mean we've seen with over a thousand people now here in new hampshire as part of the free state project there's proof this is not just an idea anymore this is a real movement that's making a difference and i'm so excited to see more people coming here and i know they are and that's what's going to be happening here at the porcupine freedom festival over the next week and folks can tune into your show through freedomsphoenix.com uh, where do they go when they go to freedomsphoenix.com at the top there's every a lot day there. it has we have the show that day the archive or, or what the show is going to be or they can go to lrn.fm and it broadcasts live there and you, we have archives so yeah we got plenty to talk about what time is it live 
It goes 9 to noon Eastern time. Eastern time. All right, Ernie, we'll see you uh, this coming week at the Porcupine Absolutely. Freedom Festival. Always uh, nice to have you out here in Keenan as well. 855-453, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Full hour remains here on the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. Plenty of time for you and your thoughts next. Hey, this is Mandrake. And this is Jay. And we're getting ready for Porkfest 2012. Porkfest is the Free State Project's Porcupine Freedom Festival. It's happening June 18th to the 24th at Rogers Campground in Lancaster, New Hampshire. And this year's Porkfest will be the best yet. Why is that, Mandrick? Because of all the great speakers that'll be there? Or maybe the family fun events? Perhaps you're excited about Flaming Freedom's Big Gay Dance Party? Actually, I had no idea any of that goes on. You had no idea because you and I spend all our time running the George's Famous Baklava Food Stand. And that's why I'm so excited. Every year we get to meet so many great people who stop by for food and jokes, some of which are a little dirty. Yeah, about the dirty jokes, we should try not to offend so many people this year. It was one person, and I thought her wooden leg was for the pirate party. Oh, and don't forget all those times you walked away for five minutes only to return two hours later. I kept getting mauled by all my fans. You fell asleep on a picnic table! Oh, right. Hey, you want to wrap this up? Go to porkfest.com and register today. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. This is Free Talk Live. Take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free. 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there completely free. Once again, freetalklive.com. Tonight, it's Ian here. And Mark. And, of course, you can join us uh, where you can actually interact with the site and create the content for it. Uh, freetalklive.com. When you see something online that you want to share with our other listeners and us here on the air, you can submit it as show prep. It is then voted upon on our site and then... The most voted up will make it to the front page and the top of the site. It's a social bookmarking, as it's called. You can see what it's all about by going to freetalklive.com, getting interactive there. Now, you can bring up whatever's on your mind. We've been talking about everything from gun laws, uh, felons, and the whether or not felons should be able to possess guns, uh, to immigration, and the freedom to work in a so-called free country. Let's go first, though, to the phones and the fun. Skywalker, listening to XM's Extreme Talk. Hey, Skywalker. Yeah, uh, thank you for taking my call. I uh, I certainly agree with everyone uh, being able to defend themselves. Um, I I do rely on training. I don't want to see it being mandatory because if it was, it would get so uh, outpriced or uh, so expensive that the people that really need it can't afford it. I'm not sure. You talking about gun training? Uh, where it should come from. Uh, but um, there is, like, people that have mental problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. A lot of them are in Congress, I just like to say. <laughs> it's a difficult... Yeah, it's you're a diff- right. I agree. It's a difficult thing uh, to discuss, though. When you're talking about somebody who... That gentleman that was talking about the... Um, uh, you're not uh, turning in all your the money that you make. Yeah. Uh, 
We never had an income tax in this country until World War II, and they said, we're going to put it on, and as soon as we get this war paid for, we're going to take it off. Actually, the income tax uh, uh, was created in 1913. But it didn't affect most Americans until the 40s. Ah, uh, good point. Uh, but yeah, you're right, Skywalker. I mean, uh, the, certainly the IRS is relatively new in the scheme of the so-called United States, and we got our... Uh, the country got along fine uh, without the IRS. I'm with you, and I thank you for the call and thoughts tonight at 855-450-FREE. Let's talk to Matthew, listening in Conway, South Carolina, to WRNN out of Myrtle Beach. Hey, Matthew. Matthew in Conway, going once. Matthew in Conway, going twice. We'll put him back on hold. Maybe he's in a bad cell. Let's go to Gene, the Christian anarchist in Tennessee. Gene, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, guys. Hey, what's on your mind? Can you hear me all right? Yeah, you coming up to the Porcupine Freedom Festival, Gene? I wish I was. No, I'm afraid not. Oh, bummer. But all right, so what's I on your mind? I did just go to the uh, Republican National Convention in... Uh, um, the National Convention could be in uh, August in Tampa, right? Yeah, I'm going to that one, but I just went to the one in Texas, uh, in Fort so, Worth. It's a state weekend, convention. And uh, it was fun. I'm I'm having a hard time hearing you, which might have been why that guy was talking over you, because uh, I think there might be something wrong with your audio level. All right, appreciate that. I'm sure our board off will uh, be able to look into it. Go ahead. But um, I had a great time. There's a lot of liberty-minded people. Amazing number of Ron Paul fans showed up at that uh, convention. Of course, I brought the Ron Paul Corvette, so that made a little bit of a uh, an attraction. Right. So all you have to do is uh, search for Ron Paul Corvette, and you know, under image search or something like that, you can see this amazing. Yeah, vehicle. it's pretty sweet. It's a nice looking wrap that you've done to your Corvette there. But I was encouraged, and while I was there, of course, was when Rand Paul made the announcement that he's endorsing Mitt Romney, which was kind of a bummer for everybody. Ew. <laughs> but uh, I, I do have. Uh, I am encouraged by the number of people and the way this movement up towards liberty is going, and. I do think it's like a freight train, and I don't think that the uh, GOP establishment or any of the other people are going to be able to stop it. Uh, I don't know exactly what course it's going to take, but I'm sure that we are headed towards some serious changes. Now, of course, we have our economic collapse looming on our doorstep, so how things are going to all break out, I don't know. Yeah, they're going to have to be Aikido experts to dodge the, uh, the, 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 you know, the economic bullet that's, uh, that's headed towards the United States. I do expect some fireworks, and I'm going to China in about four days, so maybe I'll call you from China. Very good, sir. Gene, anything else on your mind tonight? Um, I guess that's about it. I just, I, I just wanted to uh, report how... Were there the any shenanigans at the GOP convention in Texas? I'm sorry? Were there any uh, underhanded tactics like we've seen at some of these other uh, governmental or, excuse me, Republican uh, GOP party conventions that they've been having? There were some of those going on inside. Now, I was only a visitor and not a uh, partaker of the convention, so I got to see Ron Paul speak twice, once at the convention and once at the uh, party afterwards. So would you say Ron Paul is still uh, campaigning? I mean, some people are saying his campaign is over, but, I mean, if he's going around speaking at conventions... got just a minute i did i was very impressed by what he said when he got up and gave his speech at the convention he did get up there and he said something about you know they want uh, they want me to talk about unity or whatever something Mm -hmm. to that effect and of course you know i kind of went oh geez here it comes you know but of course ron paul being the trooper that he is he came through with flying colors because he said 
but it depends on what you want to unify behind. He says, if you want to unify behind liberty and, uh, you know, eliminating the Fed and all that, he says, unity is a good thing. But he did not bend his principles even one little good. bit towards unity behind this party. So this man is somebody you really have to have a lot of respect for. I'm with you, uh, Gene. I appreciate your call tonight, and thanks for the call. I appreciate it. you making it 855-450-FREE. Let's go to Joe listening in Battle Creek to WBCK-FM. Hey, Joe. Yes, hi. I'm, I want to comment uh, on the fact that uh, since you, you claim to be a felon, that's, uh, uh, and, and uh, you know, you, you got to the position where you are now uh, due to your intelligence and um, uh, vigorous attempts to, to seek employment. A lot, of, a lot of felons don't have that opportunity nor that intelligence to do something like that. So you created your own job, and that's, uh, that's very good. Uh, as you probably know, it, you couldn't uh, or had a very difficult time being employed by anybody else. So, you know, this is you're you're left to your own devices. Well, actually, uh, what and, I did, um, and consider this was a decade ago, so computers weren't quite as ubiquitous as they are now. But when I got out of prison, is I just decided, you know, my felony conviction's my business, and I'm not going to share it with anyone. So um, I just didn't share that information. I think that one time. I didn't get one job because of the felony conviction, but I never really had any trouble with employment. Ah, you're you're very fortunate. Now it's I believe that's ubiquitous true. that everybody checks uh, uh, people's uh, uh, reputations, they may, and yeah. uh, you know they pay a fee, and and they can they can get your your criminal records, whereas they couldn't before. Uh, in reference to that firearms thing, I wanted to share with you. The fact that at one time the federal government had a, a program they called the Relief of Disabilities, where a felon, if you haven't been convicted of a felony in seven years, you could apply to them and get fingerprinted. They would talk to your neighbors, the BATF would, and um, and and they would generally authorize you uh, uh, to have a firearm. Uh, that uh, that funding was uh, uh, removed. So they no longer do that. And in Michigan, you have to go to your gun board. Uh, a neighbor of mine, a former police officer, was given, uh, given a firearm for his, uh, uh, his duties in a small village uh, police department, uh, nickel-plated, pearl-handled, and they gave it to him in a, in a glass uh, case. Really and common, yeah. uh, had his name uh, mm-hmm. put on a plaque and such. He took it out of the case and put it in a holster, put it in his closet, uh, he had illegally registered under Michigan law, as anybody would. Well, he got a felony conviction uh, 20, 20 years ago or uh-huh. so, and uh, he had a dispute with uh, with a person, and uh, the police, no, he applied for um, uh, the, the, to go in front of the gun board to get um, uh, get his rights established so he could have a, uh, a firearm again. But and when he happened? found out, he had to get fingerprinted, go to school, and pay about a $450 fee, he uh, he backed out of it. It's a huge scam. And, uh, I thank you, Joe. I appreciate your story tonight. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Enough time for you and your thoughts. You can bring them what you want. This is Free Talk Live's Live Saturday Edition. We're coming up. Do you ever have connectivity problems due to poor Wi-Fi reception? I have an amazing solution for you. C-Crane's Super USB Wi-Fi Antenna 3. It can provide connectivity for up to a mile. We're using it at my house, and I can't describe it as anything but stunning. This antenna will change your life. 
If you're not familiar with the Sea Crane Company, their products are the best. I highly endorse the Sea Crane Company. Get your super USB Wi-Fi antenna at SeaCrane.com. C-C-R-A-N-E.com. This is Free Talk Live, live Saturday edition of the program. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 855-453, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website. Drop over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the various features that are waiting for you there. Once again, freetalklive.com. Features including archives going all the way back to late 2006. You can click and download as many as you like from freetalklive.com. You can also download them through our SoundCloud page and share them. Yeah, maybe you find a show that you particularly enjoy. Well, you can uh, use our SoundCloud links to share them on your Facebook page. Uh, if you go to uh, share them on Twitter, share them on your WordPress blog, all kind of different ways to share uh, SoundCloud files. That, that's where we're hosting our show now. Uh, so if you go to freetalklive.com, look over on the left-hand side of the page under Listen and Share, you'll find the link to the SoundCloud page where you can then easily share any number of episodes that you would like and the ways that you want. Once again, freetalklive.com. And if you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of accounts receivable, SACL CAI can uh, do that for you. SACL CAI has been a sponsor of Free Talk Live for many years. They're a big supporter of the ideas of liberty. Uh, The principal over there, Jason Osborne, is a big supporter of liberty, big supporter of Free Talk Live. And so if you do have a company that needs to try something new, the area of uh, accounts receivable, SACL CAI does collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged off receivables. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's a top one on the right-hand side of the page, SACL CAI. We continue with you and your thoughts, your calls about whatever's on your mind. Matthew, we're going to try him one more time, listening in Conway, uh, South Carolina to WRNN. Matthew, are you with us? Yes, sir, I am. Sorry Excellent. about that. No problem. Go ahead. I just wanted to start off by saying I'm jealous y'all that are going to be up there in New Hampshire. That's where I grew up, and uh, I miss it during the summertime. I heard somebody say how beautiful it was, and it is quite beautiful in the summertime. You don't miss it during the winter, though, do you? <laughs> well, yeah, those six inches of ice, you know, during the ice storms are pretty bad to get through with a sledgehammer. <laughs> you know, everything's um, got its contrast in life. Go ahead with your thoughts, sir. What else was on your mind? Well, you know, I listen to a lot of talk radio, and uh, I'm a recent political science graduate, and I just think it's it's really amazing that nobody brings up the philosophers that our country's constitution and, and, you know, the way of life that the founders set up was based on. Like, uh, for example, Locke's Two Treatises of Government. Sure. We look at things like that, it, it really answers a, a ton of questions. If you just go through it and rationally, logically look at at, at the uh, chain of thoughts that he set up, and in terms of gun control, you know, he said everybody's the sovereign uh, of the country, the citizens are the sovereign, and it's our responsibility to protect each other, and, mm-hmm. and that really provides some insight into gun control and, and who should get it, and it, it really shows that everybody needs to have a gun or some sort of some sort of a weapon. Well, they to need to have the, the ability to have a gun. I mean, some people don't want to have weapons, and that's fine. They it's, shouldn't if they don't want to. But uh, yeah. but, but people should have the be the freedom to choose, and they should have that freedom to choose regardless of the mistakes they made in in their past. I'm not even convinced that guns are the very best personal protection device. I mean, you know, the police will tell you that uh, within 15 yards, which seems like an exaggeration to me, but that a person with a knife has the jump on a person with a gun. That's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, well, people should be able to make these choices. Matthew, any other th- thoughts you want to share? 
And no, that was it. Appreciate uh, your call, y'all man. Y'all have fun up in New Hampshire. We will. I appreciate it. And we'll, we'll be broadcasting live the entire time. So hopefully a portion of the fun will transfer over the radio waves. And I appreciate it. Thanks. 855-450-FREE. Of course, he's talking about the Porcupine Freedom Festival starting on Monday. It's not too late for you to get up here uh, if you're going to be up in the New England area. Or if you can make it up here, it's worth it to be around hundreds of other like-minded, liberty-oriented people. Go you to can, porkfest.com, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com. You can tell the natives of New Hampshire because they'll say New Hampshire. Oh, yeah. New Hampshire. <laughs> Not New Hampshire. <laughs> Let's go to Lauren. Ladies first here. Lauren, uh, listening in Charleston to WSC-FM. Charleston, South Carolina, that is. Lauren, are you with us? Lauren, going once? Yes, hey, yes Lauren. I'm here. You're on the air. Go ahead. Um, um, I, I, y'all, y'all are still talking about how, you know, certain, these, these poor people are being put in jail for having guns, correct? Yes, that's right. Because, you know... Well, I don't, you know, I'm, I am a liberal. I, I know I am a liberal, but when it comes to gun control, I believe people have the right to protect themselves. It's absolutely ridiculous to tell these people who are going about getting guns legally that they can't have, you know, that all of a sudden they're being put in jail for it. Well, I don't know if they're getting them legally or not, but who cares whether they're getting them legally? Well, I mean... For me, as, as you know, as long as you're doing it legally, that's is it legally? One thing. What does what, define legally in your mind? I'm trying right. to understand what you mean by legally. You know, going through the right papers, getting you the know, right papers, getting. Yeah, you know, I you bought know, guns before without any paper. Wait a second. Like you understand historically that um, that they have used gun registrations in confiscation efforts. Uh, no, no, I have not. That's one of the reasons that people don't like these registration efforts. And you'd have to ask yourself, I mean, what is the purpose of the government knowing where the guns are? If a person has a right to own something, then they shouldn't have to report to the government that they own it. Yeah, I don't want to give anybody any information about the firearms I'm buying and from whom I'm buying them and the price I'm paying or anything like that. I should just be able to go out and pay somebody cash and, uh, and get a gun. I mean, don't you think? I agree. I, you know, I agree. I, I still feel in like murder cases, it sh- they should be able to find where the guns came from. And I guess I think that's the only argument, the only argument that I can think of for why you would register guns. Yeah, I would think that probably my be the- whole thing is some of these people are being put in jail for, for you know, not have not paying traffic tickets. And then uh, for all of a sudden, sure. they can't get guns. I, I would think that that would be the best argument, but do you understand that usually when they identify a weapon in a murder, that they, they're looking at the bullet, and they're deciding from what weapon that bullet comes? And then at that point, you have to have the weapon. Where did you get the weapon if you do find it? Usually it's in someone's possession, so most of the time, they really don't need that information anyway. You certainly sound like an unusual, somebody who might describe, for someone who describes himself as a liberal, uh, Lauren, you sound a little bit different. Well, tell me more about what it means to be a liberal. Honestly, I um, I'm very earth friendly. Mm-hmm. I I believe in a lot of what Democrats say. I believe in gay marriage and mm-hmm. things like that. I like I, I like uh, clean water. I like uh, clean air. I like trees, <laughs> and I like gay people too. And I li- I support marriage uh, as well. But I don't con- call myself. I a support liberal. the right to contract for any human being. Yeah. Well, here's I guess my question well, see, is: Do you- I live I live in South Carolina, and I I try to say I'm just. Anytime I talk politically with friends and I try to say, I these are just what I believe, instantly I'm 
called liberal, so I just go. So with here's it. my here's my question, <laughs> Lauren. I mean, the, the the term liberal has changed over the years. I mean, for me, the word liberal would have worked for me like a couple, you know, hundred years, a hundred and a half years ago, or something like classical that. liberal. Uh, the classical liberal, but uh, these words oh, change. That makes, that makes plenty of sense. I mean, because um, Republicans nowadays are nothing like um, Abraham Lincoln's Republicans. It's true. Am I correct in that? Oh, well, yeah. I, well, I mean, Abraham Lincoln was a warmonger, and uh, so are the uh, Republicans today. So there's probably <laughs> some similarities. But all that said, uh, here's a question for you. Just curious. Do you believe that uh, human beings should be free to live their uh, lives as they want, so long as they don't harm others? Yes, I completely agree. You might want to look into uh, the libertarianism or voluntarism. That might be more uh, kind of an interesting uh, research project for you and i appreciate your call tonight lauren thanks for the uh, for making it 855-450-FREE that's the SACL cai toll free line 1-855-450-3733 you take control this is free talk live's live saturday edition are you looking for camping hunting or shooting gear ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want here. The pre-Porkfest edition of the program, Porcupine Freedom Festival, getting ready to kick off Monday the 18th all the way through Sunday the 24th. We will be there live broadcasting every single night. Looking forward to bringing it to you and all the wonderful, uh, many, a sampling of all of the wonderful people that will be there because we will try to have as many folks on our third microphone as possible as we can throughout the week to give you a flavor of uh, what the Porcupine Freedom Fest is like, and some of the interesting people you can meet there. If you're there, uh, 855-450-FREE is our toll-free number. Of course, you can bring up whatever's on your mind here tonight. Uh, let's continue with you and your thoughts. Go to Bill, listening in Indy, uh, listening to WXNT. Hey, Bill, you're on Free Talk hey Live. Guys, I'll never, I'll never in my life, I've been listening to you for six years, and I'll still, still wow. never get Mark and Ian uh, straight, which one's which. One's which. I, I know your voices are very similar. One of you guys just made a comment. Mark's the super genius. That's right. I am a super genius. I never remember which one's which. But anyway, I'm sorry. That's my fault. But um, um, somebody just made a comment that the Republicans are warmongers, which I agree with about 80%. But there was one exception. You remember the president that it was not? Uh, A president who was. Dwight D. Eisenhower said, uh, Beware the military industrial complex. And what did he do for us in 1953? I don't know. Help me out. He ended the Korean War, right? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, I, I suppose. <laughs> there's much. still troops in Korea, though. Yeah, but there's not uh, 500,000. Conflict. No, he, he, he pretty much did that in six months' time. And therefore, these other presidents could have done that, like Brock had promised. Well, was- doesn't Ron yeah. Paul yeah. say By the that- way, the, the, the whole military-industrial complex, Dwight D. Eisenhower comment, will just slide past every single Republican you tell it to. Mm-hmm. It means nothing to them. By the way, I am a, you know, I'm, I'm an office-holding Republican at this point. <laughs> I have uh, registered as a state delegate, and I will, um, apparently the only one who registered, so it looks like I'm a winner. Um, so, I mean, you you can try to besearch my Republicanness all you want, if it, not you, Bill. But um, Have you sworn an oath to the 
state yet? I have or not sworn any to? oaths to the state. I don't know anything about a swearing oath. Do they have an oath for this office? I have office? no idea. Okay. Um, let, let me let me finish what I'm talking about. But the average, um, you know, the the average Republican just doesn't care what re, you know Republican leaders have said in the past because they're always concerned about the, the 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 moment at hand because the government is excellent. They are very very good. The government's very bad at most things, but very good at scaring the pants off of people. Mm, yeah, uh, you know, sure. there's always this Here. big bad enemy out there. Now, forget Communists, the fact, drug forget, dealers, forget the fact that, that the government is stealing money from you on a on an um, annual basis, and actually, you know, all the time, constantly involved in your life, telling you how to live, what to do, essentially, um, it, you know, you can uh, making you its surf. Well, but, one thing I do like about the Republicans, at least when they pick my pocket, they don't want to pick it as deep as the Democrats. Oh, please. I mean, well, if that's, sure. if, I don't think that's a true statement at all. All you have to look at is, is history. I think they both want to uh, raid your pockets, and I don't think there's any way to determine which one is necessarily going to raid them deeper. But if you look at history, you see that uh, Ronald Reagan presided over an increase in the size of the government by something like 69%. Uh, George W. Bush uh, dramatically increased the size of uh, the state during his presidency. And so I don't think there's any real evidence for it, especially when Bush was in charge. He had a Republican uh, Congress as well. And so in theory, they should have been able to really cut it back, but they didn't cut back anything. And well, just, so here you are. That's just the law of big numbers. I mean, guess what? If Mitt Romney wins, he's going to have a bigger deficit than Barack Obama had. And it's only because the, the, the snowball keeps gathering steam. As it, it that doesn't mean your pocket's down. being picked less. It just means that they're not picking it less at the moment, or they're not picking it as much at the moment, but down the line, they're going to no, pick it more they're, or they're your kids' pockets. They, they, can cut, they, they can actually cut your taxes and see when they cut your taxes, they do make the deficit bigger. Right, because they haven't cut spending. That's right. They yeah. keep spending more and more. That's oh. right. You you know, the chicken's going to come home to roost someday, and it's just they're playing <clears throat> games. Uh, I think that the epic government spending programs, besides war, generally are brought into office by Democrats, and they're never taken out by Republicans. Yeah, so do a damn thing to cut the government back. I mean, we've had plenty of Republicans call the show talking about how they think Social Security is so important and all these government uh, redistribution programs. And so, you know, there's not a principle to be found out there except for uh, people like Ron Paul, and you know, they're just rare. Not even Ron Paul's Ron son Paul has principles. I, you know, I wish Ross Perot would have won back in 92. You know, maybe the country would have gone a down different path. It has been interesting, that's for sure. Bill, thanks for the call. I okay, appreciate it. Yep, 855 450 free, 1 450 3733. However, instead of uh, Ross Perot winning, the D- Democrats and Republicans teamed up after that particular election to create yeah. the presidential nothing debate to commission. Get, nothing to get uh, the politicians on the same side except for some threat from a third party. Yeah, and I mean, there was a threat, and they were pretty uh, frightened by it, so they put together a bunch of rules that basically. And essentially locks third parties out of any level of national recognition as far as participation in uh, presidential debates. I mean, how great would it be if uh, members of the Libertarian and Green Party could actually get into presidential debates? That would be awesome. Just doesn't happen that way, though, because they don't want new ideas uh, to be presented to the American people. They just don't want it. No, why would they want it? I mean, they have a, essentially a, a duopoly on power. Mm-hmm. Why? I mean, they're, they're just a cartel. A cartel with two, you know, two sides of the same big government coin. All right, so 855-450-FREE, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You know, there's an interesting piece over at uh, ericpetersautos.com about what happened in Aurora, Colorado recently, where police searching for suspected bank robbers locked down an entire intersection. They pulled 40 random motorists out of their cars at gunpoint, 
handcuffed them, and then asked them for permission to search their vehicles. Now, if you've been held at gunpoint, yeah, if you've been held at gunpoint and handcuffed, does it feel like they're asking you? If a cop is doing these things to you, does it feel like they're just asking when they finally get to the point of asking, supposedly, for a a police search of of your vehicle? Not at all. Not at all. They are trained to be intimidating, and they're trained to ask in ways that make it sound like they're not asking. They'll say things like, I'm going to have to ask to search your car. I'm going to have to ask your keys. I need to search your car now. I have to ask you for your keys. I'm going to search your car. I'm going to have to makes it sound obligatory. It Mm -hmm. makes it sound like, you know, well, I think he might be telling the truth. Maybe by some law or some ordinance, he has to ask you, although probably not. They're probably just lying to you because they can lie, and it's completely legal for them to lie. But let's just say he is following some ordinance he's probably telling you the truth okay i have to ask you to search your car i'm going to have to ask you to search your car well that means they're still asking you could always ask a question back and say i'm sorry are you asking just want to clarify are you asking me to search because if you're just asking then you don't have a real probable cause to search you don't have a real reason legitimate reason to search because if you did you wouldn't have to ask you just go ahead and search so remember if a cop ever asks you to search your car, you are under no obligation to say yes, ever. Keep that in There's mind. There's really no benefit to you to say yes. So how many of the 40 random motorists that have been pulled out of the car at this intersection refuse the search? How many? Zero. Yep, zero. According to the piece here, uh, they, uh, of course, no one refused the permission. The action itself is startling. 40 people guilty of nothing more than proximity of being in the same general area where a suspected criminal might also be are literally pulled from their vehicles, shackled and detained for more than two hours, even after it was obvious that they were guilty of no crime at all. Now, even more startling, however, than these over-the-top tactics is the fact that apparently every one of these 40 innocent people complied without a peep of protest. Not one of them said, I'm sorry, officer, but unless I've committed a crime, I'd like to be free to go about my business. And not one said, I do not consent to any searches. None put up a fuss, even when the cuffs came out. One woman interviewed by ABC News clucked happily, Yeah, we all got cuffed (laughs) until they figured out who did what. No doubt this woman will not object when a gang of armed men kicks in her door, invades her home, and holds her family at gunpoint until they figure out who did what. Maybe, for instance, when they're looking for uh, immigrants in some future crazy, uh, you know, Jew hunt, uh, immigrant raid sorts of things that we might see happen in this country. Oh, the cops just came by. They were just looking for some immigrants. So we let them in the whole house and uh, everything was fine. Yeah, if you don't stand up, if you don't stand up for your rights all the time, you won't have them when you need them. Well, and also as you pointed out earlier, not just your rights, but also the rights of others. Uh, and it's important for people to be willing to stand up for their own rights. When you stand up for the rights of others, you are standing up for your rights. That's true. Even if it's the you know, even if it's some rights you don't like. I don't like cigarette smoke, but I believe that you have the right to allow people to smoke in your business and that no amount of nosy busybodies can get together and tell you otherwise it's your business or it's not you know mark criminals are about they could be anywhere which means anything is justified at least that's the mentality of these government guys pulling 40 people over and holding them at gunpoint more coming up free talk live here on free talk live we've been pretty excited about the bitcoin it's a decentralized free market digital currency you can learn more about it at weusecoins.com But if you already have some Bitcoins and you'd like to spend them, you can spend them at SpendBitcoins.com. When you spend Bitcoins on Amazon via SpendBitcoins.com, Free Talk Live gets a cut. Or if you're an Australian trying to figure out how to buy Bitcoins, you can buy them with cash at au.SpendBitcoins.com. Once again, that's SpendBitcoins.com. 
control of the airwaves toll-free at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com. You can enjoy the features there, and hopefully everything will be operating smoothly uh, as it normally does throughout the next week at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. We will be broadcasting live every single night, beginning tomorrow night uh, with a special pre-Pork Fest show live from Rogers Campground with uh, Mark and Stephanie. They're going to be going up and doing that tomorrow. That's exciting. Uh, you can, of course, tune in on your local station as always. Our, our show will be in the same place as it always is. The archives will still be there. The live streams will still be going on. It's just that we're going to be doing the show from a different location. We're actually going to be in person, which is always a lot of fun. So looking forward to that. Porkfest.com, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com to learn more and get registered. You can get your Liberty message out to thousands of people a month for fractions of a penny apiece. You do it from the back of your car with LibertyStickers.com. They've got hundreds and hundreds of different Liberty sayings over there. Most of, you know, obviously everybody's going to enjoy some sayings more than others, but I like to go through and read them all. Prescient, insightful sayings. Um, And you can check them out and let your voice be heard. It's libertystickers.com. They actually sell them in bulk. So if you've got a retail outlet or you get some kind of booth at the flea market or gun show, hey, these are great for for just, you know, make a little extra money and, uh, you know, get the ideas of Liberty out there. Also, if you have a... You know, church or business or band or something like that, you need bumper stickers, libertystickers.com can make them for you. It's libertystickers.com. Their power lies in your fear and your obedience because when you do what you're told all the time, they'll just keep telling you to do things. They'll just come up with new things for you to do, new hoops for you to jump through, new taxes for you to pay. And in this case, we're talking about uh, the way people responded, or rather how they didn't really respond in any significant manner. When the police pulled over 40 people, they basically blocked off uh, a a portion of a couple roads, an intersection, uh, took 40 motorists out of their cars at gunpoint, handcuffed them, and then searched their vehicles purportedly by asking permission to do so. Not one person uh, protested. Not one person refused the search. In fact, many of them were Seemed be they were like they were happy about being searched. And the words of one ABC News blogger sounds like the police did their job and did it exceptionally well. And another writes, I think the police did a great job in an unusual circumstance and protected the people of the city from a dangerous criminal. Those people should praise the police, not sue them. Well, the accosted apparently agreed. This is from EricPetersAutos.com. Uh, so far, according to news reports, none of the 40 has so much as filed a complaint. And it's an incredible thing. The lurid testimony as to the current state of the American mind, cowed in awe of law enforcement, and utterly indifferent to the inevitable consequences of countenancing such thuggery. And thuggery is precisely the right word because thugs use violence to intimidate and get what they want. They don't care how they get what they want, just so they get what they want. Now, the Aurora, Colorado police chief, the man in charge of this operation of taking 40 motorists out at uh, their cars at gunpoint, uh, this man is also apparently a four-star general, uh, Dan, uh, described the trampling of 40 people's innocent uh, civil liberties in pursuit of his greater good as reasonable exercise of what he called investigative detention for a reasonable period of time. The question arises if it's reasonable to pull scores of random people out of their cars, handcuff them at gunpoint, search their vehicles under extreme duress, and then detain them for hours. What would constitute unreasonable? 
summary execution, perhaps? Well, that's obviously it would be considered un, un, right. unreasonable. Where do you go from there? Well, you know, it's the it, this is the frog in the pot uh, situation, um, or the, uh, you know, the the frog in the kettle. Mm-hmm. The the argument is, and I'm not, I'm pretty sure this doesn't work. Um, is that if you put a frog in, in a kettle, life, I mean. yeah, in real life, <laughs> if you put a frog in a kettle and slowly turn up the heat on the frog, that he won't jump out. But if you turn it right up. You know, immediately the frog will jump out. So if you were to, you know, pull people out of their cars and do summary executions, obviously people would scream uh, civil rights violations. But many people would say to people screaming civil rights violations about this situation is, oh, shush, shush, shush. They had to get the bad guy. Well, right. And if you want to do a summary execution, all you have to do is uh, create a scuffle with the person and start yelling, stop resisting, stop resisting. And you can blast their head off. Well, it's, you know, this gets done. If you're a cop, that is. This gets done. There's no doubt about it. Um, So, but, you know, even just to keep the, the governments grow. Organizations grow, and governments are no no different. And so they can steal. They're going to they're going to expand their purview. They're going to expand their power. That's what they're going to do. So frankly, it's the people standing up for civil liberties in this country that are to be thanked for just the level of tyranny that we've grown to. Because if, I mean, you know, you listening to to my voice, the chances of you having done anything is about one percent. To protect civil liberties or any kind of liberties in this country. Liberties, because I think all liberties, you know, all economic, civil, whatever. They're all our liberties and they're all uh, human rights. And, you know, most people just let let life pass them by because it's just so expensive and so difficult to get by now with the level of intrusion the government. The average American pays with, uh, you know, basically half their income goes to... It's senseless government regulations and taxation from uh, government on all levels. So, you know, they have to work twice as hard. 855-450-FREE. You're certainly welcome to comment. Just a few more thoughts here from uh, Eric Peters over at ericpetersautos.com. This, uh, I think, is a spot-on opinion piece about the obedience of the American people. He says Americans are becoming so accustomed to tyranny, they hardly notice it anymore. The outrageous has become the routine. I mean, look at this. You've got drones now. Drones. Is there anything, you know, hello, red flag, is there anything else that you need besides the fact that they, you know, they're flying unmanned aerial vehicles in American cities? Hello, police state, anybody? He points out here that a nation that has been taught to raise its arms and spread its legs as a routine part of air travel, which thinks it's okay to subject anyone arrested for any reason at all, including jaywalking to forcible strip searches, and which accepts random dragnet-style searches of anyone at any time as reasonable is fated to accept things far worse in due course. It's now only a question of time. The principle of unreasonable authority, limitless, unconstrained by civil any civilized rules of engagement, has been accepted by millions of Americans. And the consequences of that ought to be obvious. Except, of course, that they're not. Most people don't see what's coming because they view things in such a limited way. The cops in Aurora were only trying to get their man, they'll tell you. Such tactics would never be used against innocent people. It never occurs to them that, in fact, such tactics have already been used against innocent people. Forty of them in this instance, as a matter of fact. Not one of the 40 that had been accosted had to rob a bank or even jaywalk because they were looking for a bank robber when they pulled those 40 people over. Just to be treated the same as if they had robbed a bank. Because people would say, you know, if you've got a bank robber, you've got to hold them at gunpoint to, you know, take them down, do whatever you need to do. That's what they did to these people. 
And that's scary, by the way. And in, in, in case you don't know, uh, even though the police are trained professionals, there have been stories where the police have held people at gunpoint and somebody's uh, finger slipped into a trigger guard or they already had it in the trigger guard and uh, they, you know, they twitched. Right. And then somebody, some guy got his brain blown out even though he was completely innocent, hadn't yep. hurt anybody else. It absolutely has happened. And then it's just a mistake. The police officer doesn't go to jail. You and I, if we weren't, uh, uh, you know, if, if we didn't have trigger integrity, when if we were holding somebody mm-hmm. at gunpoint, I can hardly imagine this circumstance in my life but then you slip and you pull the trigger and you execute essentially execute someone do you think you'd be able to pass it off as whoops let's talk to dj listening to wdng in alabama hey dj hey there hey you're on the air what's on your mind hey uh, it just completely blows my mind that uh these out of those 40 people not one not one raised you know any kind of protest but you know this is symptomatic of a greater uh, picture here that I think you guys are, have in the last few minutes been really talking about. You know, people compartmentalize their outrage and their their concern over what's happening to our country so much that you know they don't have a, a broad view of what's going on. Here, here's an example. Here's a perspective I hadn't heard anybody else talk about. You know, uh, what is the distinction real really between someone who commits a felony and someone who has been convicted of a felony? Uh, going like through the government system with someone who, uh, you know, commits felonies, and uh, they're just fine. But once they're convicted, they they're stigmatized. Here's a great example. You know, uh, uh, Joe Schmo, twenty years, thirty years ago, commits a a nonviolent felony, turns his life around, can't get a firearm mm-hmm. to protect his family. On the other hand, an admitted felon who has committed many felonies, that is, you know, uh, rampant drug use, uh, we can elect him. Uh, as president. <laughs> and not only can he get a gun, he's got SEAL Team 6 and nuclear warheads. Wow, great point. Yep. Yep, you nailed it. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, I, just, I just wanted to throw that out. You know, who, who's the bad guy? A felon or a convicted felon? Well, you know, that, there you go. In this I, case, it's the guy who continues guys. to kill people. I mean, this yeah. guy... Oh. Uh, right, he hasn't been convicted of a felony. Neither yet. of them are bad for what they, you know, did if they've turned their lives around. But well, one of them hasn't turned their life around. No doubt. Hey, DJ, thanks for the call and the thoughts right, on that. I appreciate hearing from Bye. you. As we prepare for the Porcupine Freedom Festival, Mark, you're heading up there uh, in the morning, early morning hours with Stephanie. Early as possible. You guys are going to have all the equipment set up. Hopefully, everything will be working fine, and you'll be able to do your show, uh, the Sunday edition of Free Talk Live, live from Porkfest or live from the day before Porkfest, live from Porkfest. Eve. I guess that would work. The Pork, Pork Fest. The Pork Fest Eve show uh, tomorrow night. Join Mark for that. FreeTalkLive.com or your local radio station. If you're not on your local station, call them. Tell them you want some Free Talk Live. We're coming up tomorrow. Empower yourself by trading with value. Visit DontTreadOnMeme.com. Browse their unique silver dime trading cards and get all your favorite designs. Gift them, keep them, or trade them for something else. They're real value in a convenient package and a tool that you can use to spread the word about honest money and how it sets us free. While you're at it, check out their quality apparel. You'll want to be the first of your friends to get their clever graphics on you. Don't tread on meme. That's don't tread on meme.com.